Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. And I just turned it This is what I am. My G's still pumping. Told on the coach, you know that my dojo coach game over, soldier. I'm cool. You are listening live. We'll do it live. Unless, of course, you aren't listening live. Uh, This is the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast. It is Wednesday, September 6th, 2017. I am your host, Travis Bryant. And with me on the huge is my main man, Cameron Hawkins. Uh, Cam, what's going on? Man, what is the deal? Not too much, man. Uh, uh, how are things? I don't know why. I'm sure I, I talk to you every day. I talk to you ten minutes ago and the, you know, group chat. No, uh, right. But it feels like I haven't talked to you in a while. I don't know. I don't know. It's a weird feeling. Got these Australia eighty degree, you know, eighty less than ninety degree days in front of us. Uh, you know, football is back in swing. You know, it's a good time. Certainly, um, we have a decent amount of uh, of topics to talk about. Some uh, yeah. strictly, strictly, uh, <clears throat> you know, pro wrestling in the ring, storyline, politics kind of stuff, and some like you know, real life things are happening in WWE yeah. is dealing, and you know, so yeah, so we've got uh, got some topics. Let's uh, let's uh, give out all the pertinence before we get going. If you want to call into the show and talk directly to Cam and myself, you got to hit us up on the Constellation lines. Give us a call at three four seven two zero two zero one zero three. Once again, that's three four seven two zero two zero one. Excuse me, zero three. If you can't call in. You can always shoot us an email anytime during the week, anytime during the show. The mailbag is always open and constantly being refreshed. And uh, you can find us uh, on the email tip at eastcoastaudioshow at gmail.com eastcoastaudioshow at gmail.com And uh, (laughs) we've got one VIP mail in there so far. <laughs> when it just kind of makes sense. Yeah, that was pretty hilarious. <laughs> a really, uh, really, really awesome point. Um, yeah, VIPers will, will enjoy this one. Uh, <clears throat> so, yeah, um, East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter as well. That's another way to... To, to find this, find the show at East Coast Cast, Twitter.com slash East Coast Cast, where there's uh, 
always conversation and whatnot going on over there. And you can find my personal Twitter at Trav Lord, and you can find Cam uh, at Seahawk at C E E Hawk, and uh, got some poll results and conversation going on over there. So yeah, so check that out. And the last bastion of Get Added, you can find us on Facebook at uh, facebook.com slash PWTorch East Coast Cast. And uh, if you got stuff to share or you want to interact with the folks over there, do that. Uh, put the, uh, um, the hell am I trying to say? Get the, get the page and put it on your timeline and <clears throat> tag your wrestling buddies. <clears throat> Excuse me. Jeez. Um, and shout out to uh, to Greg Russell if I haven't, because for some reason it's only showing on my phone and not the desktop version. And my homie Christian Reeves, who I go way back to the late '90s, early 2000s, selling fitted hats and replica and authentic jerseys to people. When that when that whole thing hit, you know. Being across the street from Mitchell and Ness, the original rundown, broke down Mitchell and Ness. Not that we got money, we're gonna move to a glossy Chestnut Street uh, site with the with the purple lights glowing, and that ain't that ain't my Mitchell and Ness. But anyway, uh, so yeah, so shouts out to Greg and Christian uh, for liking the page in the last two or three weeks. Uh, so thanks, guys, and uh, yeah, I encourage you guys to do the same. And again, get your friends involved. Uh, so yeah, uh, Cam, headlines, poll results, uh, what we got? First things first, uh, you know, shout out to shout out to Rick Blair, man. You know, had a had a real health scare. Not only came through it, but came through it and cut a merch promo. You know, like hmm. <laughs> like only Rick Flair can do. You know, um, good to see him in good health and good spirits. You know, you always want to you always want people to. Uh, you know, live life to the fullest as well as they can. And, you know, he's got uh, another, another, another shot at doing that. So, congrats to him at, for uh, for making it from a, you know, from a scary place. Um, yeah, like you said, like there's there's wrestling stuff. There's stuff around wrestling. Um, you know, the thing I went with for the poll because we're, you know, we're weeks out from pay-per-view. Even though things are being advanced, things were already kind of solidified. Um, so, you know, we got this news, I think it was yesterday, that uh, WWE is going to be running live shows on both uh, Christmas Day and New Year's Day. And I guess, based on how the calendar works, it's the first time they've done that in forever because I think they usually, like, even if the show were to fall on a Christmas and New Year's, I think they do a tape show anyway, um, mm-hmm. you know, or something along those lines. So, Simple. Yeah, especially was, uh, Christmas, because we've gotten New yeah, Year's Day shows. Like we've got, remember the K Fed scene and one. That's like the one that immediately comes to mind. Okay, but, but that's, that's still, not. What? That's Did followed by the week before a taped show, like you said. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, I mean, the poll was simple. You know, if you were in charge of WWE, you know, would you have live shows Christmas, New Year's Day? And uh, we have to take a look at it, but I think it was like. 85 to 15? Uh, yeah, 84, 84, 16, the final results. So, yeah, so most okay, people, yeah. you know, have a yeah, decent amount of <laughs> empathy yeah. and, like, a soul. I don't fucking know, just common human it's decency, right? 
Because, like, what, what, what did people say? People said, well, look at the NBA and the NFL. That's the first thing you saw in uh, interventions when the news was announced. And it's like, well, there were a few reasons that that's not an equivalent. Like, number one. So many obvious ones, NFL, too. Yeah, like the NFL and the NBA. Namely, yeah, an offseason. All. Namely. Yeah. The absolute biggest. You, yeah, exactly. yeah six months. One. You get You have an offseason. Um, so, you know, it just so happens that, you know, you play football in cooler weather, you know, for the most part. And so that's going to be, you know. Yeah, but uh, but just say you have a 10-year career in the NFL. You might play on Christmas once, maybe twice. If you have a 10-year uh, uh, exactly. thing in WWE, uh, every time they have a holiday show, you're going to be on it if, you, if you're capable. Exactly. So, you know, that's like, that's the NFL thing. Um, and the thing with the NBA, even though their season runs concurrent, they get a long off season, but kind of a big thing that you're kind of missing, not you, I just mean people aren't acknowledging is that yeah. in, like, they literally play home and away games. So mm-hmm. so half the people there will be able to do the whole, <laughs> yeah, for the most part. They'll go in advance. And then yeah. even the people playing away games, know the schedule, you know, before mm-hmm. the season starts. You know what I mean? So there's time to prepare. Like Right. This isn't sprung on you three months beforehand. Yeah. And you don't exactly and you're not coming from a place where we usually don't don't do a live show, so I'm gonna do X, Y, and Z with my family and, you know, this is sprung on these guys, you gotta figure maybe they knew about it a little bit but by much. So it's just, um, you know, you got guys working 300 days a year that probably in a lot of cases count on, you know, getting to go home for Christmas. And, like, you take that from them. And, you know, there, there's there's always an argument to be made, well, guys get paid so much and blah, blah, blah. But, no, there's, like, there's just a way you treat people, you know, and there's no And also, no, they that. don't. Yeah, there's that. Um, like, like you know, I mean, you, know you want to take the revenue that the NFL makes and then com- take the compare the percentage uh, uh, that they spend on talent and players, and you know the NBA and the HL and, the M- and Major League Baseball, and compare all those that come in somewhere between thirty-five and fifty-five percent of what they earn. Well. That- a third to half of that goes to the talent that makes what they are. You know, and compare that to the 9 or 12% that the WWE pays and what they get to compare what yeah. goes out to their talent. It's not even – it's like, so no, they don't get paid all this money. Yeah, like Cena exactly. is a millionaire, he makes multi-millions of dollars a year, but that's one guy in a roster with, you know, 100 and, you know, 20 main, you know, whatever the main roster number is, 80, 100 people, I don't know. Just and a lot of that has absurd. to do with him being able to, like, him being able to maneuver things outside of his normal schedule because he doesn't have to work as often. Like, you know, there, again, there's, there's so many levels to it. Uh, I'm not surprised that some people said that they would do it, but, you know, it's, it's, um, it, it's, it makes, it does my heart good to know that most people would, you know? Um, so, yeah. I mean, yeah, imagine if it was the other way. Of <laughs> like, oh, I'm going to fucking man, entertain me. Yeah, man. And this, again, like, there's no reason to believe those shows are going to do crazy numbers. Um, 
you know, crazy numbers uh, ratings-wise. But even, again, even if they your NFL, You're going to have your NFL game, <laughs> you know, your Monday Night yeah. Football on Christmas. You're going to have probably two games going on in the NBA, two, like, quality matchups. Probably your, uh, you know, your West Coast team playing. Um, yeah, like, it's... I don't know. It's a, it's a matter it's a of getting killed thing. in the ratings to getting, like, you know, just ass-fucked in the ratings. I mean, I don't know. You know, yeah, just it's like a, just yeah. degrees. It's just levels that they're like, look, we got to be live. Yeah. we got to be able to, the week before, promote something big is going to happen on Christmas and, you know, try and to New stay. Year's Day. Yeah. New Year's Day is going to be shit. Because, like, you know, that's. That's big college football day, so eh. and as a matter of fact, it's big college football day and they're gonna be going against another Monday night football game. Like, eh, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, having to work that live, like I'm I I think you should you know, you should work to the best of your ability, but like I couldn't even get mad at somebody for dogging it wrestling on Christmas Day. Like because I'm not going to pay to go see you today, but like, yeah, if, if there was ever a day to go to promotion, it's that day. Right. Now, if you heard something oh, like, oh, hey, also people bring up tradition as if you know it's 1976 and fucking you know North Carolina or whoever ran those big Christmas Minnesota, whoever ran those. Uh, this doesn't make sense. Would Minnesota run Christmas shows on? Seems like a. <laughs> pretty big risk, but whoever, you know what I mean, like, they ran those Thanksgiving and huh? Christmas shows pretty regularly and routinely, it's like, well, this ain't then, you know, 50 yeah. years has passed. 1976, I, most traditions that were around in 1976, um, I'd probably hate them. like, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> those things that happen, <laughs> so, you keep a tradition, um, but yeah, mm-hmm. so that was, I mean, that was kind of my big company, well, that's my other big company thing, because we have another big company thing, and I feel like if he's worth his weight, uh, Colin will definitely bring this up, but yeah, apparently, Jeff Jarrett is taking a leave of absence from Global Force Wrestling, and they are, and I quote, hemorrhaging money. Now, the reason this is news is because this is from Sports Illustrated, okay? Now, you know your Wade Kellers and your Dave Meltzers and tossing whoever else you want have been telling us this for years. Like that TNA or Impact or GFW or whoever, whatever you want to call it that a Jared's in charge of, has been leaking money left and right. And this is in no way an indictment of the talent. All you can do is show up and go to work. But, I mean, when is enough going to be enough? When are people going to stop putting this guy in charge of the things they run and let him sweet talk them into thinking he's, he's giving some kind of product or providing some type of service that is anything but detrimental to your bottom line. When? What does he have to do? The, the, the thought crossed my mind today, like, what a, what a terrible, uh, obviously the last 15, 17 years has just been just a lost, you know, just, just the epitome of opportunity squandered. Not lost, because opportunities get lost, you know? You, you know. you you turn one corner and they turn, whatever. Like, shit happens. I'm talking about squandered 
consistently at every turn over and over again. And last year or two years ago, whenever when when it looked like this is it, this is uh, this is it for TNA. You know, Pop TV. This is their last. They went from Spike to Great American TV or whatever that channel is. Um, Destination to Pop. It's okay. it Destination America. It's over. It's and then they get fucking bailed out by this anthem place. You know, and now they're like, oh, yeah, it's uh, Anthem saying, like, it's, we can't, like, it's terrible. Like, we we can't. And, like, it's completely sullying and ruining the chances of an actual legitimate, like, somebody that actually gets those things and all those, all the things in order, money, talent, you know, to, to have a potential TV deal and, like, just be a good, you know, it's just... People are going to look at like, yeah, well, it, it didn't work. For all these different instances, and it's like, it's not really, you know, you can't blame everybody and, for two decades. Can we say you this? Know, like, granted, think, like, you're not, you're not the biggest Bobby Roode fan. Like we talked about that, right? Bobby right. Roode is, I like him, but let's just let's say Bobby Roode is fine. Okay, let's just yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Bobby Roode's five. Samoa Joe, AJ Styles, uh, Drew McIntyre for a different reason, but follow me where I'm going here. There are guys from TNA who are doing great for themselves now, which proves it's not the talent. Like, it's, oh, absolutely. It is yeah. not, it's not the talent. And, and I'm not saying you said that. And from the jump, I said it's not the talent's fault. But let me also say, like, there is quality talent in TNA who have proven that. Like, depending on who you ask, AJ Styles is the number one performer in WWE. And he's a big part of the reason that people watch WWE, uh, SmackDown mm-hmm. especially. Okay? Like, mm-hmm. we talked about Samoa Joe's amazing spring and summer. You know, we, we discussed that. Like, there are guys who have made the most of being in TNA, or a matter of fact, have done well in spite of being associated with TNA. Because the talent was there, and, you know, they turned that into a great, uh, you know, into a great future for themselves. Like, it's not, the talent is not the problem with TNA. The people who have been in charge of it are the problem. And for the most part, Jeff Jarrett has been in charge either directly or indirectly of TNA. And now it's to the point where, like, a very public source, not one that people can refute as being a dirt sheet or anything else like that, is telling you the problems like with TNA and why people don't want to associate with them. And you know, remember Global Force Wrestling's whole thing was we're gonna, you know, we're running like baseball stadiums, and then they let them come over and take a TNA. Like it was all so dumb, and you just feel bad for people who work hard because they don't deserve this. But you know, it's people keep putting. I don't understand why you keep associating your your company with somebody who's proven to be bad at business, left and right. And, like, staying afloat is not enough. Like, TNA's audience grew when, Travis? Did it peak in, like, 08? Yeah, maybe that's too early, maybe, because 2010 was the Hogan stuff, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when it peaked, and it's been... And this is the thing. 
even though but you can actually point to to that like i've i've i remember going over this big thing where they're uh, they they did a 1.3 rating at the the segment mm-hmm. he did and like the next 16 segments so this is like three or four weeks like went down like it was, it was ridiculous like and and it never really got better like i mean he had like a yeah. year two year run there and yeah. remember the, the hole falling in the hole and all that stuff yeah. and you know all that happened like after that so yeah peak say that when Hogan showed up till 2010 yeah. and then it, it's been nothing since and like it's people you know want to see like just think about it like you have your your progress wrestling and your ROH wrestling and your New Japan wrestling like People want to watch wrestling, you know, like they they want to see it. And but the the other thing about those, you know, about those organizations is you never hear people talking about how they don't make sense. You never hear people talking about how their such and such is overexposed, and I'm tired of seeing them. Or X person shouldn't be in charge because they make bad decisions. Those stigmas are not attached to. Uh, you know, these other, you know, wrestling brands, television show or boutique or, you know, however you associate them, however you uh, determine, you know, how to classify them. Like, those aren't things held against these companies. Like, there's always been something fundamentally wrong with TNA, and people keep telling us what it is. And it, it has to suck to be in a position where, you know, you can't be critical of the people in charge in TNA because there's no reason for you to think that WWE or WWE is just there for you to fall back on, you know, or, you know, you just are guaranteed to get money somewhere else because they don't want to hear you talking bad about another company. Like, it's just, other than being on TV, and I'm sure some people are making money, you don't really hear about guys not getting paid anymore, but damn, it just sounds like the worst environment. Like, think about any job you've ever worked, um, and you had a trash, you know, manager or boss, and they kept coming in and out, in and out. Like your new boss would come in for a while, get fired, then here comes the old boss. Or even better, like if you work nights and you hear how terrible the day manager is, and they keep finding reasons <laughs> to show up. You know, they keep finding reasons that they got to work your shift because they, you know, drank all night and they have a hangover, so now they got to come in, like. Gosh, like I've I've been lucky enough, like in my professional career, to always have worked for someone who was decent and understanding, and we could have a conversation, and we could be honest with each other. And I never had to worry about the business being bad because they were in charge. Never, you know. So, oh, it's just got to be a scary thought, man. And you know, like I said, Sports Illustrated is putting it out there, like, no, this is this. This guy had to leave because of how bad he's doing, but you still don't hear anybody in charge ever saying it's his fault. It's just the weirdest thing. Like, does he have dirt on everybody? <laughs> yeah, and 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 the if you want to call it that, but the one ironic thing is he he actually apparently like if you're watching the TV, it's been better since he's gotten back and been in charge of uh, creative. They haven't picked up any steam, like, ratings-wise or anything, but it has been, like, just clearly and critically, like, 
a, a, a better job. That's not saying a ton. You know, it's still Jeff Jarrett booking, but it was better than what they were doing. So now he's out. Um, what's the part about him? Was, was he inebriated at the Triple Mania show? Okay, well, I didn't hear that. Was he, was he out of there? Like, apparently that has something to do with it. And I, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know. And that's another thing. Like, even yeah. though, you know, the whole thing with Ken and Jarrett is, like, kind of sleazy and, and unprofessional, like, you never heard yeah. about him being out of his right mind as far as all this goes, or, like, being a, a detriment to, you know, himself or the people around him. Like, that's, oh, it's getting worse. It's getting worse. I mean, I don't want to go to you know karma route, but you know, could uh, could be one of them things. Could be, man. It's it's you know like how if if we're to believe the business has been bad, and I think we are. Like how long? How long is it before something finally derails you? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's. I guess we can open this thing up to uh, some callers. The chat room is open, by the way. Uh, Boris is in there by himself. One of the the best opening discussions we've had as far as opening a show. This was good. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I mean, it kind of lends itself to, you know, you know, Christmas stuff then lead into yeah another inept Jeff Jarrett controversy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but Boris is excited that Okada is number one in the PWI 500, which was yeah, something we didn't. I, I think her, came out last Wednesday that we didn't talk about. I I would love to like find the time to maybe like, talk about, like, a top 50 of that. That's, that's super time-consuming, and we have to do some research, I'm sure, but, you know, for for how fictional it is, <laughs> they always do research. Or we could just skip the guys who we just have no idea who they are. Like, and we we, we skip people in the top 50. I ain't got time for you. Like, I don't know who you are. I'm the center of the universe. I don't know so. number 373 or no shit like that. Like, but, yeah, you know, I'd want to know, like, about 50 guys. Um, but I thought the most interesting observation was Cody not being in the top ten. Um, it's only because, like, he participated was over a year span. Uh, I forget who the top ten was, but him, him being out of the top ten was a big thing. But he participated in every major show. Every show, right? Every brand, every brand major show yeah, over brand WrestleMania. Years. And nobody's ever going to be able to do that, you know? So, yeah, salute to him. All right, let's see here. So, Okada, AJ, Owens. Wow. Nice top three. That was top three? Nice. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, well-deserved. Like, Kevin, I mean, I think Kevin Owens' last two years um, are just – you know, he was sick like, last year. So yeah, he I mean, you know, second universal champion, first defending universal champion, 
you, I can't think of a time that we've gotten on here or, uh, you know, in the group or on Facebook or anything like that where we have, where we've been like, I didn't like that Kevin Owens promo. You know, and, and that yeah, just matches. He's at that point where, yeah, he's at the point where his matches are just always good. You know, him and AJ had that weird hiccup match, which was already probably going to be like the middle match in a long series at their pay-per-view. So that was kind of weird, but it was more weird than bad. Like, you just, um, he, you know, he's a lot like uh, Jericho. Um, and, you know, Man, you know, they got Bray Wyatt like at 15. Come on. Well, See, this is where no. yeah, we'll break down. Starting to get bad. 56 the year before. Yep. About right. <laughs> yeah, so, but I'm um, like, yeah, he's just, he's like Jericho was in in the 2000s. Like you just you didn't talk about how great he was because he was always good, you know. So like he's he's just super consistent, especially over the last two years. Um, you talking about he Owens just again, benefits right? from I, oh yeah, he just benefits from things right, like okay. he talks he talks in a normal voice. Um. But you know he's tough. Like you know he'll beat you up. Um, the way yeah. that, and and the way that he talks to Sami Zayn isn't the way that he talks to AJ Styles. Isn't the way that he talks to Daniel Bryan. Isn't the way that he talks to Shane McMahon. He talks to Shane. Like, yeah, totally. Really it won't be the way he talks to Vince next week, which I'm exactly, super interested in. Like, are they just going to yeah. like have Vince come out there and like nice shirt, pal, covering up your beer gut? <laughs> you know, like. And that kind of shit, or are we going to get Vince trying to make some fucking money and solidify a, a top guy? Not that he's not, but, Kevin you know, given that Vince, like, you know, he ain't shared a fucking segment with Vince. He's just, uh, so uh, so he's just to round out the top ten, just to round out the top ten here. Wow, Miz at ten. Um, fourth is Reigns, fifth is Omega, Shinsuke and Joe. Ambrose at eight, Rude at nine, the Miz at ten. Like and, again, we've yeah. we haven't done it since he's moved to Raw, but we talked about, you know, how great Miz was on SmackDown, how strong his promos were, like how he was the glue for that show. The um the the non wrestling glue. You know, not the match stuff, but the promo stuff, like he was so <laughs> where's where's Dolph? Because they just like think about if Dolph was as good as Miz. Isn't that the weirdest thing to say? Like think about if Dolph was as, if Dolph Ziggler was as good as a person. Right, because we've often said imagine if Miz was as good as somebody like Dolph, like in the ring. Mhm. But I'd much you rather know, but watch yeah, Miz. Yeah, it's like I would rather watch point Miz TV for ten minutes than watch a ten minute Dolph Ziggler match. And I never thought I'd say that, but I genuinely mean it. Oh, like, sure. uh, but I mean that sounds like a pretty solid top ten. I think um, that special consideration for Bobby Roode is just interesting because he's on he's on a shorter show. He's seen you know far less often. Um, but but I mean he's had some really good main event NXT matches. His promos were good. Um, and of course this is before he makes the jump. So. You have your what your Nakamura matches in there. Um, who was he wrestling before that? It wasn't. Was it him and Joe? Who? 
I'm trying to think, who did he win the? He won the title from Shinsuke, right? Bobby Roode did. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then he had the, you know, the match with a Tommy would have been before that. Um, but yeah, like his promo stuff had been strong. He had been having good matches. Uh, so yeah, salute to him, number nine. Wow. And then, um, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, Joe deserves to be there, you know. Uh, but Bray Wyatt, wow, that's. Yeah, Bray Wyatt, fifteen. Some other notables. You got the, what I notice is jumps, and like Orton's thirteen, and he was fifty nine last year. Same thing with Christopher Daniels, who was eighty six last year, and is seventeen. You know, title run will get you <laughs> recognized. Yeah. You know, Brock Lesnar's twenty fifth, but he was nineteen last year, so I think they recognize the fact that he's just not around at all. So, champion or not. They've got Jinder Mahal at yeah. 30, though, and he wasn't on the damn thing last year. Which is ridiculous. Yeah, Cody Rhodes, 33. But he was 111 the year before. Okay. Be jumping. Jericho in the top 25 at 22. Did some good work. You know, stuff with it. Like, I, I feel like him and Kevin Owens help each other a lot with whatever determination they put into that. Mm. I was about to say, hey, look at Ricochet. He's 46. He made the top 50, but he was 15. He was 15, Flash? 15, yes, 105. Yeah. I, I mean, I think with him, you expect like, he had a great year. You know, he's doing the Prince Puma thing on Lucha Underground, but then, like, he's not there. You know, he's doing a lot of independent shows, even though he just won uh, Battle of L.A. again. I think with him, he's, I think, more so than him more so a year ago. Um, I think it's a bit more than Kenny Omega six months ago with people being like, okay, like, it's time for him to make that jump. Like, when is he coming to WWE to be that guy? And I think because he more stayed the course, even though he's putting on good matches, um, and probably the peak for Ricochet really was probably uh, Stone Cold Podcast, you know, really getting that kind of mainstream attention. But, you know, he hasn't done anything of note like a Kenny Omega has over the last, uh, you know, six months. So, ooh, that's a big drop, but I kind of get where it's coming from. With my with my own made up logic, as they made up their logic as well. No, I mean you can't stay hot. I mean, especially at that level, with and you can't maintain. You can't do all these like firsts and and you know yeah. you can't be new forever. Mm-hmm. Not that he was new, but he had that. It was a, it was just the first time a lot of people saw him last year, or you know again, that cycle. Just the most fluid wrestler I've ever seen. Yeah, I mean, and that, that last year I saw him live, so in, in Waterloo, yep. so it's like kind yep. of like it's anecdotal, but it's a testament to like, well, people were seeing him. He was everywhere. He was in these high profile, doing these high profile things. Where is uh? And, where is and, and going with Tessa Blanchard, you know, doesn't hurt as far as being recognizable. You see Keith Lee's name anywhere? Hmm. You see Keith Lee? Yeah, where, where is Jeff Cobb? Let's see if they have a search function. 
Yeah, my mm. I think this is like top top hundred guys, some kind of way. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh interesting. But who's the first? Oh, Keith Lee. Uh, Trevor Lee. Yeah, where's Trevor Lee? Trevor Lee is. Shit, I just had him. Sixty-two. Hey. Strong as hell. Xavier Woods, seventy-two. Carl Anderson, seventy-three. Oh, I feel like Xavier needs a bit more love. It's, but yeah, I think. Uh, Jay Uso, eighty-three. Jimmy Uso, eighty-six. I feel like they're going to be higher next year by a lot. Like by a lot. I think. Keith Lee, one hundred. Okay, right at one hundred. Okay. Yeah. Where is where is Enzo Amore? Well, Big Cass is ninety four. So, shit, Trent Beretta ninety one. <laughs> Go ahead, Trent. <laughs> oh, this is the next hundred. Okay. Cool. Who's the um? Who's the highest ranked woman on the list? I don't think I've seen one yet. Oh, you think maybe they don't rank them on this one? Do they have a separate ranking? Don't like, they have their a 50? No. They have a 400. Like, they have 100. Okay, because I'm like, there's no way you do a top 50 and you don't have Charlotte and Sasha. Like, they'd be above the Miz. All due respect to Miz. Like, they just, like, you can't tell me they don't do more merch than him, and they've absolutely been more main events than him. Jeff Cobb, 142. Okay. Titus O'Neill, 146. Matt Riddle was way, I'm pretty sure I passed him in the 40s or 50s. So, yeah. Where the Young Bucks? Yeah, they were were earlier. There's Enzo, 110. Okay. Matt Riddle, shit, 116. Sorry, I guess I didn't. Mm. Leo Rush, 120. All right, let's see who's uh, 500. That's kind of a big one. Rich fan. What? It only goes to 498? What kind of fuck shit is this? Maybe they got a couple of ties on there. Even with the tie, you're supposed to use the number twice. Javanese guy named... Kikutaro, K-I-K-U-T-A-R-O, Kikutaro, Kikutaro. What's the highest number of a name you recognize? You mean like in these 400 guys? Yeah, in the the high numbers, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Here's a... Tyler Bateman and there's a Shane Saber. Right, come on, you guys. Okay. Y'all just trying to, y'all just trying to do that thing. Like I would like, 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 hey, book Saber for the show. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we got, we got Saber. Colin Delaney, four twenty. There we go. Okay. Salute. <laughs> hey, we're still making it work. DJ Hyde, he's at four thirty six. I know that name for sure. Philly guy. 
But yeah, Mr. Juicy, not sure. I think that was just Juventus nickname, the juicy one. Yeah, no. Dick Justice. <laughs> Give you some of that Dick Justice. <laughs> Speaking of Dick Justice, did you see your boy on the list? Uh, what's my man's name? Joey Ryan. Yeah, I did. He was in the 110 somewhere around there. I'm, I, okay. I, I'm pretty sure, but again, what does that mean? Damn, Jack Gallagher, 145. He's not. A, he's Jeff Cobb Where's, at 142 is higher than. Uh, Who's more tonight? Samson, Elias Samson, Low Key, 163. Gold Dust, 165. Rob Conway, get the fuck out of here, 175. Hey, Matt Sydal, 176. Conway. Yo, I wish somebody would book a, a fucking book Rob Conway on the show. I'm going, so I'm walking out. <laughs> what Aiden English 188 What kind of fucking malarkey is this Right hey, That's pretty hot Damn. Crazy. Right. Somebody Somebody misplaced him Be about a solid 308 Damn A, a strong 294 <laughs> Think about that Built that out. Wow. All right, I'm, I'm definitely done with this list. Yeah, well, women have their own ranking. Uh, uh, Charlotte's one, Sasha's two. Okay. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. So. Right. Also, three, uh, four, and five. <laughs> Let's uh, bring some other folks into this. Let's uh, let's open things with, uh, with Mike in Brooklyn. Uh, Mike, what's going on? Yo, fellas, what's going on? Mike, how you doing? Much, man. My poor fellas, I had to just set up. Jumping out in that rainforest. What's going on, fellas? I missed y'all last week, man. Yeah, man. What's going hey, on? Mike, it's all good, man. You, you over there listening to the uh, the number two song in the country? You over there jamming that Bodak Yellow? Oh, uh, man. She's out of here. She's so far gone. Yeah, man. She's she not, she not going to she saying that. Like, she, she, uh, whatever was left with Nikki, she's scooping all that up. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, Nikki. Like, like, seriously, I think it's over for Nikki, man, because, like, Whatever she was, whatever she was like, you know, Nikki being a weirdo, you know, like, she, the music is just not good anymore. Like, she needs a yeah. hit bad. And, like, she doesn't have, like, the kind of personality she cultivated. Like, she can't do a Bodak Yellow without it nah. sounding ridiculous. You know what I mean? Like, might be over for her, man, for real. Yeah, I think right, it is. I kind of got it when she couldn't, when she couldn't or certainly didn't really respond in, uh, to the to the Remy Ma stuff. Like, we should have yeah, been, you know, a year back, back in the spring or whenever that was. We should have uh, kind of seen that. And people were talking about it nah, then. I saw it. Them two shits was trash. It was garbage. Yeah. And they were like, how are you going to uh, shout somebody out, or not shout somebody out, but come back on the pop album? Like, you can't, like, I don't care what kind of lines you got. Like, you can't, like make your comeback on, like, a pop record that you're featured on. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, them two chips were trash, man. One was even not even worth mentioning, like. You know what I mean? That's how hard we walk. And I tell y'all, um, let's go, baby. How you? Jumping out that ring. Said you jumping out that that ring. Yeah, yeah. My fault, coming back to that. What I was saying is kind of like the middle of the portion for me when they did the hot nine summer jam. And she brought out all the letters. That was it. I'm talking about Light, Lachiti, La Digger, uh, Kim, Cardi, Young M.A. Yeah, and that's that's interesting, too. Like, she does it. If, you, if your bars are strong enough, if your music's strong enough, it doesn't really matter who rocks with you because the music is strong. But the music's yeah. not strong, and it doesn't seem like anybody's in her corner. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, oh. If, if it's she got Fox. About, she got Fox. Yeah. That's about it. If they say, like, this stuff is true about her, you know, like burning these bridges and telling award shows not to put people on and cut people's mics and stuff like that. Like, if that's all true, I don't know, man. It's going to be her and Iggy Azalea doing the uh, new Best of Both Worlds album. Right. Oh, my God. Yo, I would I would get that. <laughs> it's going to have some top-notch, expensive-ass production. It's going to be gl- glitzy as fuck. Yeah, I need, I need, I kind of need that in my life. But just Sorry. think about it. She would. She would, have, she would have to pay you back off Iggy just to get back in the game. That's crazy. Right. They would do something. They would achieve, They would engineer something like have Iggy there, you say, or do something controversial. Oh, yeah. That ain't hard. And then, you know, to get to, you know. Well, you need this abrupt. Good. Hello? Yeah. Yeah, my Who's phone, sir? my phone. Let me get back in the, Yeah, let me get back in the cut. Right. Yeah, so to cap off, I ain't get you, you know, I, I, I missed it last week. I ain't get y'all thoughts on that whole verbal fucking thrashing that this dude gave old $40 jeans Roman. Yo, so it's, it's a good time oh, to talk about yeah. that because they went, they went at it again this Monday, you know? Yeah. Um, it's it just... It's just all written out. It's like, damn, I wish Roman would have said this last week. You know, like. Yeah. And it I almost, like I mean, it almost, it was, it was fine what, it, what happened on Monday. But it was almost like you came, you came out there to do what you should have said last week. And this week he needed to be doubly strong, and he wasn't. And the fact that he came out there interrupted and he wasn't like sure he got the visual last moment and he dropped the mic and all that stuff but it just wasn't like you know it just wasn't super strong like right. it had to be my thing in, like my thing in, is by week three or four was somebody to please punch somebody in the face already no i was like yo it was one of them lines where i was like Roman she just has she just punched him in the face it was like one of the first things cena said I was like, ah, you got your socking right there, fam. Like, come on. So, but yeah, like I swear, 
Yeah, I swear, moment. I mean, it, it, it's all right, but to me, that's it. To me, it's not doing him any favors. Like, let me just say that it's not. To me, it's not doing him any favors because he can't go with him. And then, Lord forbid, if they let um, dude come out and, and, and you know how he did that week with Rock and, and, and just came out with the other number shit. Lord forbid, if they Damn. let him do that. They say Roman's one of the funniest guys. Like backstage, he has people laughing and stuff. But it's something like that doesn't translate when he. Uh... And this wasn't even about like busting and making and, and having comebacks and stuff. It was just cutting good promos. Period. When when yeah. this was uh, came when I read this or heard this, you know, whatever a year ago probably. They're like, yeah, yeah Joe Annoy or whatever his name is, you know, the guy backstage in his mom jeans and, you know, in his whack-ass Jinko jeans and his fucking Steph Curry's, he's, like, funny as shit and has mm-hmm. people, like, engaged and, you know, cracking up. And, and, I heard, relax, you know. and I heard him and Joe and them are super cool backstage, too, with each other. Yeah. Yeah, that's not surprising. But it just don't translate, Travis Can like when you see him out there, he's just a total hundred percent cornball. Like he's like two cornballs. Yeah, two and it's cornball just, together. Like, you can be, like shit that normally you can. Like, like how is yawning and looking at your wrist and at your watch uh, during somebody's promo? That's like scathing and like, uh, but. Somehow, like, it just doesn't work. Doesn't come across like that. Yeah. Like, it just seems like, yeah, like, this corny-ass dude. Like he, like, he knows, like, what should be done, but he just can't, mm-hmm. for some reason, execute it well. Well, I'd say about week three or four, I think he's going to hit him. He's going to have to punch him in the face, man. Like, he just got to. Yeah, got to do something. No reason to say face by being like, oh, I didn't, I didn't suit his level. I didn't succumb to his. Insults? Nah, this is fighting. Fuck that. Just uh, go get him. Go get him. Let that man look at you like that. Like, ah, I just. And then I don't like like what they did to him again on Monday. Like, uh, you know, uh, you know, we, Jason Jordan. And, and but this was interesting. This is an interesting callback. You know, Jason Jordan being Kurt Angle's son. Long pause. Um, you know, has a really good match with John Cena. I think we. Like, I, I, maybe people just aren't into that style of wrestling, but I'll be damned. I love that strong amateur style, and, like, that match mm-hmm. was really good. And all of Jason yeah, especially when you can incorporate it into, like, I, it's the reason I don't like the MMA stuff. Like, I don't, you can't incorporate that well yeah. into, as I watch this Shayna Baszler uh, uh, media match. Like, it just doesn't translate as well as the amateur stuff does when you blatantly mm-hmm. incorporate that. Like, Lashley and that open that match he had with Benoit, I remember it just sticks out. Just like that first three months of Bobby Lashley being on the roster where they didn't just dumb him down to, you know, five power moves and the one, you know, well, he still does like go behind and like kind of take downs, mm-hmm. but that first, you know, few months of him on the roster, he was just that, like a wrestling machine, like where he would 
do the ca- catch can stuff and, and, and incorporate all the amateur stuff while doing the strong, powerful stuff as well. And, yeah, that that works so much better, yeah. And even with a small guy, smaller guy like Chad Gable, like it even works. Like, like but no, that match was so, so what I was saying, like, you know, you have that match and then you have John Cena come out and explain that guys like Jason Jordan and Chad Gable work their butts off and everything is handed to you. Like, I, I hate that. Like, but I don't see what purpose yeah. it serves to talk about how hard because it's not. It's because he understands like that's what it. That's that's what it. I mean, that's like saying to uh, uh, yeah, Tom Cruise is way too established. But somebody that's like definitely ensconced in the Hollywood main event picture, but mm-hmm. has only been around five, seven years. You know, like Roman. You know, like the like the guy that plays Thor, like the Hems the the, the Hemsworth guy, or somebody like yeah, he's going to be around. Yeah. You know, it, if his work stays consistent, he's going to be able to cash check. You know, but nobody would say it's given to you and all that, like to well, no. Chris Hemsworth, because they're all like everybody out in Hollywood is busting their ass doing auditions and waiting yeah. tables and doing all that, all the stuff that they to make it. And of course, someone is chosen. That's yeah. like how it works with everything that's not boxing, wrestling, you know, that flat-out competition yeah. stuff where you can be dull as fucking and, dish rag and, and, and just knock people out and, and, and make it. But you're not going to make it as far as you could if you had some fucking personality. But, of course, people are chosen in performance-based things. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody works hard, like, to get chosen. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, we have no reason to. And a guy that did, had to go through that for the last twelve, you know, fifteen years should know yeah. that. A guy who's been told, like, and this is the flip side of it. We, even though he he broke that at mold, and we have to be fair to him because I, um, Mike, I made this uh, this edit of a uh, WWE No Mercy, and I had uh, it's a video game, yeah, and it was the, the old video game, the sixty four game. And yeah. so I had uh, Nia Jax and Strowman and uh, and Brock on the cover. So I put yeah, it on right. Reddit, and, you know, Reddit is like fucking dickhead central. But, you know, I put it on Reddit, and people say, you know, a lot of nice things, a lot of constructive criticism. And somebody was like, uh, yeah, I can't imagine them doing a WWE game without John Cena on the cover. And I was like, I wanted to say, well, like, John Cena's only been on, like, three covers, and he's been around for, like, 15 games. But no, I was just like, I wouldn't put Cena on the cover. And somebody was like, oh, so you think Cena sucks? I'm like, no, it's not what I'm saying. It's just like Cena's, Cena doesn't need to be on any more merchandise. You know, that's like, for other people. But like, I all. say all that to say, like, John Cena had to prove that he had to break the mold of not being a quote-unquote good wrestler. Okay? Um, but, like, how can you be mad at somebody else because they were chosen from the beginning when you weren't? Like, that's, you know, because like you heard, John Cena was a freestyle away from getting fired. You know, like, exactly. how can you be mad at somebody yeah, about that? Like, different people have different ways of getting ahead. Like, it's just, like, and, and we have no reason to believe Roman Reigns doesn't work hard. He wasn't training hard every day like everybody else. Like, it's just stupid. Like, I, I, I don't understand the narrative of somebody being, uh, like of things being handed to them when 
you would do the same thing in business. Like uh, I did when I did my man Mike's podcast, we interviewed my man who played at the University of Colorado, and he fights uh, UFC now. And his thing growing up was like, look, I was better than everybody else. And I played against the kid. He really was. Like, I was better than everybody else, so that's why they put me in the spot that they did. Like, it's this weird narrative of you're going to make more money with Roman Reigns than Jason Jordan. As much as I love Jason Jordan, Roman Reigns is going to be worth more money until something changes. And how hard you push Jason Jordan isn't going to affect that in the next six months or a year or two years or three years. It's just not. Exactly. It's not the way things are built up. So what are you talking about, Cena? Like, this is stupid. And and when I say what are you talking about, Cena, it's what are you talking about, Vince McMahon. The way that you like to fire under the guy that you chose isn't to tell him you're only here because I chose you. Like, it's it's stupid. It's all dumb. And I hope he punches John Cena in the face um, fairly soon. Yeah, I, I want him to win. I, to me, I don't think he's going to win because I think they're going to pull like a, a, a trilogy, maybe two or three matches out of that. Do you see uh, Team uh, Team Cena versus uh, Team Roman at, at a Survivor Series? Yeah, they can do that. <laughs> yeah, and Cena has have to recruit like, the got to recruit the Shield and the Usos. <laughs> Cena's gonna have Rock, oh, and Ambrose, and both oh, of those shit, on the team. Oh shit! Just have yeah, yeah. Damn. That'd be fucked up. But I see them. Cena recruits Rock. <laughs> He's so good. Oh, but yeah, I mean, it'd be weird to see. Well, I mean, what we talked about, Mike. I don't know if you missed us last week. Um, uh, Travis's idea was that. Maybe they, and it might have been a caller too, so let me uh, take credit for anybody, but that they do this now so that when they go back to it WrestleMania season, it's not fresh in everybody's mind. Nah. That's still on the table, you know, so. Yeah, that's a fact. And I, think, and I think for some reason they brought Brock down a notch, and that match would be the match for the Universal Titan. Because now you oh, got wow. more at stake now. Wait, so you're saying Roman's the champion by Mania and Cena goes for is going for the universal title? Yeah. Going for number 17 against Roman Reigns. With a win already over him, and then he loses? Is that what you're saying? Cena win the first one. Like Cena win that no mercy. So the confidence right. is built through the roof. This young boy, he still ain't got it. He can't catch me this and the third, you know. Successfully moving on, uh, Roman time, Roman Universal Champion, you know, and they had that match, and then that's where he, you know, he gets Cena on the grandest stage. Cena going to seventeen, but he the one that stopped it. You get it? The thing, he the one that they got to push the seventeen Like this is going to be record. Yeah. Like just make it a foregone conclusion. Yeah. It's going to be record-breaking. Matter of fact, due to 2001 Rock headed in, uh, going into the Rumble that I always talk about, <laughs> uh, Rock was facing Jericho for the undisputed title at, at the Rumble, and everybody was, you know, telling Rock, like, backstage, like, yeah, I'm going to win like the Rumble, it. and it's going to be me and you at WrestleMania. Like, bitch, he ain't even had his 
Fat chap, you don't want even go that far. You know, yeah. just making such a foregone conclusion, and then Roman no turn heel, or maybe I mean I don't, I don't they're not going to do that. It's ridiculous. But just you know, clean Superman punch spear one two three. You know, Cena goes in the middle of Mania, and in doing so, he the one that stopped Cena from getting seventeen, and also, you know, the torch was trying to pass. He put him down at WrestleMania on the grand stage. Saying that he did the, you know, the Undertaker. If 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 this is the guy that's going to keep riding, but on the flip side of that, what I was going to ask you can before I, you know, get to the main young shit is um like the way you know he's been presented in the past two weeks as far as his promo. Do you think um Vince and him is finally like seeing the right, you know, the writing on the wall? Like maybe this guy ain't the one. Who, uh, just, who is he? Yeah, I don't. Would be my question. Like, who has who has Vince pushed as the guy, and he's actually, I mean, for an extended period of time, and he's actually pulled off of it. We may not have enough evidence to say it has happened to somebody, but like, I mean, you had guys like I mean, somebody that didn't give him a good reason. I guess the reason well, he quit on that like, the reason he you had quit a guy on like Triple H who messed up. You know, Kennedy. You know, was was doing things like these are guys who were who were making actual mistakes. Um, but I mean, Roman hasn't done anything wrong. He's but on fucking Ultimate Warrior, four months into his. Uh, yeah, but I mean, Ultimate Warrior also put him uh, over a barrel. No, eight. <laughs> that thing before a show. Yeah. You know, like hey, these are people who've actually stepped out of line. Like, you know, I'm sure that when Roman goes on, like, Peter Rosenberg's show or, like, Ebro in the morning, I'm sure Vince sees that interview and is like, that's the guy that I'm pushing, and that's why I'm pushing that guy. And people are dumb for not accepting this. So we're going to keep figuring out ways until they accept it. Yeah, yeah. I must be in that consensus because it's like, come on, this is, yeah. How many years is this track? This is year four, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean, 15, 16, 17, I mean, uh, it's definitely year three. Is the is the start of it, Mike? Oh, well, 18 the, would be four. Yeah, no, you're right, Mike. 18 will be four. Start of Roman Reigns, uh, what do I want to say? Finishing second to Batista in the Rumble? Like, is that the day that we're marking? At 30? That was the, yes, that was the last day people were like, oh, Roman lost, damn it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. So that's what we're going by. That's yeah, like how I'm, people I'm point to that, that uh, ovation scene that got, um, I think in Chicago or something, when he debuted the new championship spinner belt. That's what it was. I couldn't get it right the, one of these weeks. I think it was in the VIP. He debuted the spinner belt in Chicago. And then he came back who like however many was? months they later. They give him shit. However many months later from WrestleMania 22. And they booed the shit out of him. And they booed the shit out of him. They just, yeah, fuck this guy. Like, damn. So, yeah, like, he could go, like, rumble to rumble. Like, one year in Pittsburgh or whatever, they were, oh, no, Batista. And then the next year in Philly, they were like, 
God. It was oh no Come on, root fans. So yeah, so fellas, what y'all um? Cause I yeah that 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 Shayna Baszler Mia Yim man that shit was crazy. She is a fucking complete bully. Like if they if if anybody for Nia Jax is all. Wait, huh? I, I'm limited on what I've seen. I think I've only seen... Yeah, like, I didn't see any of round three. ...episodes of the opening round just yet. Um, but what I've seen has been good. Um, yeah, I got caught up in about... I caught up about it, like I say, the past two days. I've been, you know, on my little, you know, mini vacation downtown shit. So I caught up on this, you know, a couple, two days. I'm trying to test the fingers tonight. I think I wiped that whole thing out tonight. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, so far what I've seen, I like that. I see a few, you know, a few of them that's definitely going to be signed that in the field on that and that team. One particular Bianca player, like she's good. She's going to be good. Mm. I think they said she's yeah, only twenty eight. She's going to be good. Little things with her. Yeah, once she, you once know, she, like once selling. She to, like, what do you do yeah. when you're selling? Like, she looks super awkward. When she's like staggering around like an idiot, like she yeah. she thinks she's selling like you know oh I'm hurt you know but it's just a fine line that she hasn't learned to walk yet which yeah. a year in considering the things she can do it's like oh yeah, we'll work on this like oh, we'll work on that she'll get better and in two years One she's people. maybe even a year she's going yeah she's dynamite. Dynamite, yeah, man. I like think she just she's draws your attention. Like. Yeah. I think she's going to be that type, yeah. Because I said, she kind of she kind of reminds me of Naomi, but she, a little, she got a little bit, you know, more wrestling IQ as far as me. Mm-hmm. Already. Because Naomi. Naomi is just like a lot of flash. Like, she got to learn how to slow down. Like, she just, she, yeah. like, Naomi, she's a spectacle. She likes to try to get all her shit in. You know what I mean? Go for those those big wild and shorty. You know what I mean? The other Bianca player, she kind of like, you know, for regular chain wrestling, you know what I mean? And down there, you know how to slow down and really do, you know what I mean? Like he said, but maybe a couple years too. She, she, she might be the chick and she got some shit with her. Yeah, it's just a matter of keeping her on the upward trajectory and keeping her like happy with the business. Like, you just, she's the type of person you just, because I'm giving, I want to, I want to call her, basically, she's like, to me, Flex Cavana in 95, you know. <laughs> I don't want to go so far and be like, she already rocked 97 levels of, you know, but you definitely see it. Like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Just keep, keep it, you know, put her back in the like when Shorty kept kicking out with what y'all see, like her face was everything is funny. Like Yeah. But I think it's I think it boils down to Kyrie saying and Shayna Baseline and then you got the the four horse what is it, the four horse woman versus four horse woman. I am not overly impressed with Shayna Baszler. Not just because I think she's a scumbag. No, 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 I just say she is cheap. She a bully, you know, but she, she I mean, not, which is fine, like I it get it as a character, but I'm just like it. not impressed, like it was good, though, to see, I will say, it was good to see that she actually can 
like wrestle and take bumps because against Zeta she just ran through her and didn't take any of her offensive moves. So seeing her sell against Mia Yim, seeing her take good crisp back bumps and take that that power slam uh, bump and like it's really just looking at the the, the wrestling aspect like. Yeah, she's tough. She got a gimmick and a character, and you know, but can she fucking? Yeah, you ever going to wrestle? Too, though. I don't Damn see why they not. I don't see why they shouldn't sign her. Who? Yeah, yeah, she's going to point. I don't see why they shouldn't sign oh, her. Oh yeah, she yeah, we, Rich has been like a fan of hers for a few years now. He put me on a couple yeah. years ago. Yeah, so she's, she's yeah, violent, totally. So she's been on TV for about what the past three, four, you know, years. So I don't She's gotten why on NXT, you know, a handful of times. Yeah, know. I mean, from, but also, you know, from being on Impact. Prominent ladies. Yeah. She was their champion at one point more on uh, Impact. Or well, almost a day. On Impact? Or whatever. Yeah, she was. Oh, nice. She was in, in that uh, the Owl House thing, was she? Yeah, she was. Uh, the other girl that she, she was the Owl, okay. The Middle King girl. It's definitely part of that faction. Ain't nobody slandering that meathead ass bully bitch. Uh, Rich, fuck out of here. Tell me he on Shayna Baszler's club and he'll be defending her vigorously against my slander. That shit is true. Slander is false. She's a bully and a meathead. So which I think. Look her, um, just look in her eyes. Other, you um, see the meathead shine through. Yeah, I think the winner of the twenty gets the um NFC ladies set. Biggest bull is lying. Oh fellas. One more time, Mike. Yeah. Yeah, what Mike said. I think the, um, the winner of the tournament, they're going to crown them the new NXT Women's Champion. Wow. I don't know. I mean, I'm, uh, mm. I just don't, like, it works with the Cruiserweight thing because, you know, there was no Cruiserweight division. So it made sense. It was like, oh, let's just two birds, one stone. Win the tournament trophy, and now you're the new champion. You do that with a division that's already firmly in, you know, just, yeah, I don't know if that goes over well. Like, just in real life, no kayfabe. Like, it's well, something like, even if somebody well, like Kyrie well. Sane or, or, um, is Mer- Mercedes is still in it? Yeah, Mercedes or, or something like. You know what? That would be a fucking fire ass storyline. Like, if you can do one way, tonight. you know, if it's like somebody like Mercedes, she's this whatever, 35 year old, 36 year old veteran. Uh, taking on all comers. I don't care about you, bitch. You know, you fucking, you, you all, you, Billy in the K's and Ember Moon and all you, and she's just chip on the shoulder type, you know, fighting off all comers that's mad and feel disrespected. Or Kyrie Sane, who's just like, what, well, I just won the title, and I just, you know, and, you know, just wide eyed and innocent, like, 
why is everybody being so mean? I just win matches. and But she still just walks through everybody and or, you know, wins all the matches and they just can't knock her off. That, yeah, that, that could work for sure. But I think there's a risk of, like, getting, you know, of actually doing that with the locker room. Like, and then it's the next team, and I'm sure the morale's high, and they all feel like, oh, it's best for business, and I'm sure they've got a great idea in mind. Because as a fan, I would probably, but I could also understand if some, if there was a few or a faction of of wrestlers in the NXT, even even the men that didn't, that might not like that decision. Yeah. But yeah, thought through just for a few seconds, it definitely could work, especially if you pick the right, yeah. right in quotes, but the right winner, you know, to right. to, to go forward with a storyline like that. Yeah. Lastly, for the night for me, fellas, and I know the other people are all poor GFW. That's all power. That's all. That's all. Man, we need a lot of man. Why did me and him look cool? So less Asian, man. I'm going to give Petey Williams a million dollars to spill that tea, dog. I mean, it's a lot of them. Look, Petey Williams, I got a million dollars. I should just talk about what you saw while you were down there, man. Petey Williams. Why does Petey know? Because he was there. Amazing Red getting getting the check. Uh, Velvet Sky. I need y'all to tell me exactly what happened while y'all was down there. Uh, yeah, because man, you know they saw some things or heard some things, man. Like how many how many times do you? Okay, so Mike, I worked for uh, a for profit school for like seven years, man. And like there were like three or four times when we really thought we weren't going to be back in the office on Monday, like. Because of government sanctions and um, misappropriation of funds and stuff like that. Like, we really thought that. And, like, you only know about that if you were in the middle. So all the rumors you heard about TNA, like, remember when TNA was being run out of a barn? Like, ugh. Right. It's bad for them people, man. It was a barn. No, it was like a. It was, it was more like a uh, storage unit than a barn. It was like a warehouse or something. It was a barn. Right. It ran out of barn. A barn. <laughs> I'm just thinking, just Dixie Carter and her fucking red bottoms trying to like walk through fucking cow shit, and get to her damn yeah. desk. Walking over crazy like Texas man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Just disgusted with the whole her whole life trajectory. <laughs> but then got the nerve to turn around and announce in the same day we start the global wrestling network. I don't understand that. But... Mike, do you think after all this that if they could have done the deal to bring Paul Heyman in, would they, I'm not saying uh, would they have like made it, quote unquote, would they today right. Wait, yeah, yes. They're still around exactly. on shoestring yeah. budgets and hanging on by thread, whatever. Five, six years later, yeah. they would have absolutely made it. Brock would have been there. Guaranteed, he wouldn't, he wouldn't even. I don't even think he would have went back to the WWE. Brock would have went there 
if they would if they would have came the to him five years ago. If they cut the check, yeah, mm-hmm. he would have. Imagine yeah, filming Bronx on a fight. Over, uh, fight would have been cut the check. UFC fight. <laughs> man, they do numbers, man. Yeah. They would have still been on Spike. Spike would have been cutting them big checks right now. If Brock would have came, then he probably would have lured other people. Come on. Talk like a lot of other people. Do you think Do you think Dixie Carter today, 2017, would admit that uh, she should have she given up some power to Paul Heyman? Or do you... Would you would she say yeah. today whether she means it or not? But would she say publicly if asked that question? Would you do it again and not sign Paul Heyman to to that deal or you know whatever whatever? She can go around it. But Donald Trump around. told me he still wanted to punish the Central Park Five, so I'm gonna say Dixie Carter. <laughs> it, it would be like well. There were a number of deciding factors why we didn't go with that. And I yeah. think we ended up in the best possible position. But I, I, and everybody I just knowing history and their current yeah. situation and how she left she and all that, just know that's full, absolute garbage. She should have been getting full creative control of the company, and they wouldn't even be in the process that they're in right now. You'd have yeah. to. You'd have to. Uh, you'd probably have to appeal to her, her vanity. Like Dixie, this yeah, you would have given up that power, but you'd still be around today, uh, you know, maybe doing stuff on TV and in this company that's rivaling WWE, possibly, you know, at least in creative ways, maybe not monetarily and infrastructure, but who knows? Who knows what? Again, like Mike Mike said, like y'all said about Barack, I mean that changes everything. Oh, and Brian. Remember, he was the fucking yeah. number one pick. Yep, that was the match she was talking about as far as uh, building to, to Brock and, and and Daniel Bryan. And that would have been uh, like a stack. Brian Neff, like, well, nah, we good work. the way things went. <laughs> yeah. Right? I mean, that's before we had Brock doing nothing but German. Like, maybe you'll get lucky that's and right. get a belly to belly. But, yeah. Mm. Uh, ooh. Imagine, imagine Brock, uh, Brock from 2017 hopping into DeLorean to uh, to pass Brock, uh, still weighing uh, a solid 295, about to go up for a match, and he's like, "Hey, hey, buddy, just do Germans," and then from then on, he's just breaking necks just all the time. Like we were so mad at Nakamura for almost breaking Cena's neck, we forget uh, that time we was at uh, Weez's house. That's how he. This is still Weez. We was at Weez's house for SummerSlam. And uh, John Cena took about 45 uh, Germans on that net. <laughs> I remember making a meme of a lady wearing an ice pack. It was like an ad for an ice pack that you strap, it like clips on, like, and it like ices down like your neck spine and all that. And it was like, uh, <laughs> I put it, made a meme. This was like right in the middle of that 2012, 2013, where it just, yeah, meme, meme, it was meme crazy. Uh, John Cena's new best friend or some shit and it pops up like on my memories every year around SummerSlam. <laughs> yep. No, yeah, I, yeah, I need somebody to fan I need somebody to write that fan fiction and uh and, and, and book that out five years, you know 
But yeah, I mean, it's fine, I guess. You know, as storylines go. They didn't fire him. It's cool. And I wonder if it's because they don't. They did. Vince is like, nope, nope. I get the, only I, Vince, get to fire people. So even if I have to do it the next week, have Brian say he's just indefinitely suspended. But he doesn't get to say, Shane, you're fired. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That's for me. Gonna run that up the ladder. Uh, number two, how about that Braun and Big Show match? Yeah, they're three for three. Yeah. Somebody pointed that out, too. Like, if you would have told me, like, the last three Big Show matches, uh, or you told me that like, these three Braun Strowman Big Show matches are, like, standout matches uh, since the first one on Raw, like, this is what people have to see. Like, I, I would have thought you were crazy. But, no, Big Show is, um, again, People, if, if you're younger than me, you don't remember when Big Show was arguably, uh, outside of cruiserweights, the most athletic guy on the WCW roster. Like, he was just, the things he could do at that size were just ridiculous. Um, right. The fact gave, that he could get up for a, uh, a power slam and jackhammers and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, you, you can't be deadly. Yeah. yeah, big show with the with the damn missile drop kicks off the top rope and just you know. So, like number one, if anybody like at, at an advanced age can give you this convincing match, it's him. Um, you know, him being of that size, he can wrestle that strong style. They've done a great job over the last few years of not having him overexert himself. It does make you wonder like how much they've learned over the years, you know, about big guys like that. Like they seem to be, you know, fairly protective of him. Um, and then, you know, Strowman has come leaps and bounds. And, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if you sat Big Show down because um, I think, uh, Travis, you might have uh, relayed the information or it might have been somebody else, but they say Strowman is as eager as anybody to learn. He takes advice to heart and, like, is constantly trying to improve at his craft. So, you know, you just really see, um, you know, all the hard work that, that, that he puts in paying off. And, like, wouldn't it be great if you hear down the road, like, the big show's been, like, really mentoring the guy and really has been showing them the ropes. And uh, he tried it with Taz, but, uh, but Taz was too busy, you know, talking that political bullshit. Who, Ray has been so, showing them the ropes? No, I'm saying uh, big show has been showing Strowman the moves. And he tried to with Taz, but Taz wasn't hearing it because he was talking about uh, making America great again. <laughs> But uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, that would be cool to hear. But, yeah, they just have these really good, hard-hitting matches. And, you know, I feel like I'm from an era where everybody wanted their wrestlers to be five foot eight and 210 pounds and fly all around the ring. But people love these Strowman Big Show matches and their, you know, big fights. And people are super into them, and they should be because they're just of the highest quality and of the highest caliber. And, Yes, I mean shout out the shout out the Big Show um, for being just that vet um, who I don't know if like you got to have a guy across from him to create that. But you know Big Show has been great in these matches with Strowman, and I think people appreciate the Big Show matches way more than they do the uh, the Reigns matches with Strowman. Okay, 
to take it a whole different direction. It's KFC auditions, Colonel auditions, commercials on in the background. Isn't that something Ziggler could have pointed out? But he's not going to mess with the real money. Like, I got to oh. dress up like a goddamn colonel, to get, you know, or something could have been yeah. said about that. Like, how is he doing his gimmick that he's doing, been doing the last three, four weeks and not bring up the fact that he's been the star of these KFC commercials since they started doing this gimmick? It's all, you know, sure, Michael's got the the one at the pay-per-view, but it's Dolph Ziggler. I mean, he fits the, you know. Travis, who off the top of your head is less self-aware than Dolph Ziggler? And then the Nick Miller. Who is less self-aware? Yeah, no, I, 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 I guess you're, yeah, no, good. Now, good. we talk about, like, a guy like Kennedy who they say his biggest problem was he was trying to take advice from every direction and, mm. you know, wasn't taking the proper advice. And you feel like Dolph is the opposite to where, like, didn't they say Shawn Michaels was one of the chief guys that kind of told him, like, you know, you're you're super good, but you got to operate at a different pace in order for this to work. And he's like, fuck that. Uh, I'm just going to go fast. Like, Dolph Ziggler is the Ricky Bobby of pro wrestling. I'm just going to do as much as I can when I can as hard as That's I not even an issue anymore. And I, I remember, yeah, that six years ago, yeah, five years ago, that was a big deal. That was a big issue. It's just, you know, he doesn't even. And and the one visual, the obvious one was you get on the top turnbuckle and mount the guy and do the ten uh, ten punches to the head and the crowd counts along and you just they can't even keep up with you because you're punching away so fast at the guy. Like, come down, like, chill. <laughs> but but at this point, do you think it's more just like there's there's nothing I can do? So, you know, I'm here. No, no, it has sex. changed. It's, uh, he has either slowed down or his body has um, forced him to. I, I think it's probably mm. he's slowed down. I don't think he's A bit of lost that much of a step where, you know, it will be there. Yeah noticeable but I think he slowed down it's just other things like he just doesn't have the in a lot of ways he's too self-aware he does that thing too he he, like he can't he seems like not be able to like let things go or you know like just just yeah move on and and I don't know it's weird with the young king yeah because boy did that turn on a dime he went from like the darling to had his moment, and then all right, on to the next thing. Yeah. yeah. And that's probably where this frustration stems, like how they were able to just leave, like because you didn't give them, you didn't give them enough, or not enough, yeah. like you didn't weren't as accessible enough. You just didn't give them uh, something about you that they were just like, man, eh, flighty, and on to the next shiny toy yeah. or whatever. Decided they didn't need you like like they thought they did. Yeah. So, uh, more from Kyle. Number three, how about Emma getting a title shot? Um, you know, 
four-way, so. How about, how about Nia telling Emma on Twitter, uh, yo, they gave you a, like, you had the hottest gimmick for six months, and you couldn't do nothing with it? I said, damn. <laughs> That's some bullshit. What's that about? And, like, why, and, why is she saying this? Yeah, that's, yeah, Nia needs to shut the fuck up right there. <laughs> I mean, it, I mean, if you, I mean, and, and you would assume she knows Emma and is maybe not friends with her, but knows the situation that that wasn't a gimmick she was trying to do and, or, or would have Emma even been good at doing first. Yeah, Emma came at her first, but like, it does seem like Nia. Yeah, like on some kayfabe like, shit. Maybe they were sitting next to each other and she was like, hey, I got something. Hopefully. Because I was like, damn, that, that's, dang. everybody, everybody in the Rocks family uh, got, got heaters except Roman. <laughs> that was a damn shot. Turn on this yeah. network. Yeah, next is, uh, How much on. does Adam Cole weigh? They kind of took a pause in this Ono, uh, uh, the Tommy Feud right. down there. It's kind of just... Bring oh, yeah. it back out of nowhere. Anyway. Um, but as far as I'm mean, just getting the shot, I mean, it's in a four-way and, you know, the, the, stipula- the psychology of it, like, at least worked like the sense, like the the the, the wasn't a ton of logic cones knocked over in the process of you know getting to that match. Like, all right, well, y'all team up if y'all win to make it a four way. That I have more of an issue with them making it a four way than the fact that Emma's in it. It's like, well, it's a four way. I, mean, I don't, I don't, I don't care. Uh, number four from Kyle. Why, why do you think Sasha can't hold the title for very long? I, I, I it has they, to have been they, by mistake, yeah. right? And then they realized what it was, and they were like, "Hey, we got this gimmick going." Because I, I no way I think that was on purpose. I think they wanted to get her reins up and Charlotte's reins up, and you know, to establish them as like the, uh, you know, the top two, you know, wrestlers. And so when they do have to pull back, they get to say, "I'm an ex-time women's champion." Uh, but I don't think it was done like to where she never successfully defended. I, I that's that's a wrong game that I don't know they're capable of playing because they don't do that with any other stories. Absolutely, no, 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 no. This was definitely uh, 2002. Yeah. Undertaker holds up the 10 and 0 sign after beating Ric Flair, and they go, "Oh shit, Undertaker's 10 and 0 at WrestleMania," yeah. and then for the next 12 years, it's a thing. And we haven't talked about it. <laughs> they just happen to end up in that spot and then we'll realize, like, oh, look at this. <laughs> so immediately, though, once twice in her losing the title, though. You know, she when you're hurt, you huh? can't defend it, so we got to get the title off. You know, injury played a role yeah. for, for Sasha a few times, I want to say. Um, it's, yo, is, it's, what about... Uh, yeah. No, I was going to say, what about almost like, being not in 2K17 or 2K18? Like, he's been around. Unless I'm tripping, like. Yeah, no, there were a few uh, a few snubs. Look at that tight ass extra medium vest he got on, though. Damn, look at Trinity yeah. or uh, yeah, not Trinity, Trinidad. See ya. She's tough. 
in the Young Jodeci van. Oh, it's only got one button. Okay, so it's designed to be exaggerated like that. Like the one that won't break? <laughs> huh? You only got one button, so it's not going to pop. Uh, yeah, or it looks like it's just always going to pop. <laughs> uh, number five. Yeah. Number five from Kyle. Thoughts on uh, the weeks, week two of the verbal exchange from Cena Roman? Yeah, we talked about that earlier. You know, mm. it's it's like uh, sort of like that. Is it a Jizzleard or Master Killer? You know. You shit his weak son, it need to be uh, half as short and twice as strong. Uh, you know, he didn't have a length issue, but he definitely needed pause. to come out stronger this week, and he didn't. Especially, the again, I'll just hit that point, especially, oh, they got her on, on announce team, or on the special announce, or whatever, guest announcer, especially because of the way he came out and interrupted things. So it's like, oh, oh I got something to say. I'm interrupting the proceeds, and then boom. And he didn't. He just kind of, like, interrupted, and then it was kind of cool like, bam. Like, you know, like a door being slammed shut, not like a. You know, I don't like you, right? You know, you know huh? you're not cool, right? saying, all right. And I'm going to leave and have my music play So you can't like say a thing Afterwards Because that's what I was worried about I was like if Roman gets to the top of the ramp And then Cena and the music goes down And Cena gets on that that last zing And then his music plays Like oh that's going to Really like just be Sort of there It's one and one and not even really But that would have definitely been like Oh Cena's up Up too And finally, number six from Kyle. Uh, they they were here in, in, in Kansas City last Saturday. A really good show. I got to two sweet Finn Balor and caught one of Cena's wristbands. Oh shit! His head he headlined oh. against Bray Wyatt in the street fight. Braun and Roman killed it too. Uh, just some talking points. Have a good show. And that's Kyle Love uh, from Kansas City. Oh, that's cool. I've never uh oh, the one time I did catch something from uh in a show and I was at a house show. This was the one we did the meet and greet. Yeah. So I was like fourth no, I was somewhere between like 4 and 10. And I was relatively close to the ring. And and Triple H came out or was this in Trent? No, no, Trent, that was far back. But anyway, uh, I definitely was. I had to meet and greet passes. Well, Triple H comes out and he tosses his bottle, and I catch it in the process. I demolish this like seven year old. <laughs> Just and we both fall, and I hand the bottle, which is still like three quarter, or you know, like got like a third of the water in it. I hand it up to my man Damon so I could then use my hands to get up without like crushing this kid. And I get up, and I help the kid up, and he's kind of like halfway to crying, you know, like, (laughs) it depends on what's said next, (laughs) whether I, you know, full on, or if I'm cool, and, and, uh. So I'm like, it's all good, man. No need to go back and tell, you know, because he ran up. That's why I think I was relatively close, because he was one of the kids that get they run up, 
you know, and try yeah. to get as close as possible for like stuff like Triple H's water bottle and slapping hands and all that kind of stuff. And I get up, and Damon's fucking covered in water. And the next time I look over at him, so he drinks and splashes himself with the rest of the water. Wow. Triple H's bottle. So I take the bottle back from him, and I'm like, he, and I give it to the kid, like, don't go get your uncle to come kick my ass, right? Like, yeah. here, man, here's Triple H's bottle. It's, and that scene, and he just ran on, and he was all good. But this fucking guy's covered in the goddamn water, and it just pissed me off. Like, you didn't, like, demolish a kid to fucking catch that bottle like I did. Like, I should get the fucking drink the herpes backwash of a stranger's herpes backwash what yeah, what you want to do when you drink after you drink after triple h like that long ago like you're, you're definitely growing an extra muscle on your back <laughs> straight out the bottle <laughs> why does my back have a fist like what is going on <laughs> you're drinking that triple h testicles. it's just going back inside me what's going on yeah, why? Why? Why does that thing shrivel up and die? Why does my <laughs> Why does my left nut have an AARP card? What is going on? <laughs> so, but yeah, that's cool to catch something, especially like a wristband, something you can actually then then wear. I have a feeling I did catch something. I seen it related or something, and I gave it to Trey. Uh, if so, it doesn't stand out like. You know, almost smashing a, you know, first graders. Or, that phrase wrong, you know, smashing him on the ground, like, with my body. And yeah, that's, that's like, not only, so let me get this straight. So a woman doesn't have a length problem, according to you, and also smashing a first grader sounds like fun. Okay. Roman does Roman not have a length problem. His issue is with Garrett, but, you know, I'm not. He told us he didn't have a length problem. He busted his zipper. Big dog. <laughs> Big dog. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably the best best he fucking knows. line. Like that's probably like a window into like how yeah. he is. Like, yeah, he got some, you know, on his toes game and, and, and some improvision of his own that's can that can work. Mm-mm-mm. So Oh, Craig tweets, he says Braun did shout out Big Show on a recent podcast interview as the guy who's been helping him the most. So So dope. Yeah. Awesome. All right, let's uh yeah, move on to our second caller, uh, caller of the day here. Let's talk to Kylan up in North Jersey. Uh, Kylan, what's what? going on? What's on your mind? Not much, Travis. How are you and Cam doing this week? So, Kylan, I got a bone right? to pick with you, dog. Like, Uh-oh. so my man Glacier didn't debut in ROH, and he didn't give me the scoop. Like, what's going on, dog? I uh, I have to admit I did know a little something about that, but mm-hmm. I wa- I wasn't allowed to say anything. But I do no, I I I guess I guess I shouldn't announce this now since you just mentioned it. Um. In in order to in order to save him the time and hassle of having to to book guests every week, I've developed an arrangement with 
our wrestling road stories host, Jim Valley, where I can use my r- Rolodex of wrestlers that I may know to help him whenever he needs it. And as it stands right now, in two weeks, I have booked Glacier to come on Wrestling Road Story for Jim's return show. So is this like what? This yeah, consigliere? Yeah. This go-between? The, the Yeah. I don't like this newfound... Uh, Newfound power, Island. <laughs> not one bit. Hey, if if I can if I can help in any way, I'm I'm gonna use what little ability I may have. <laughs> All right, so uh, you got a question or, or comment or something for us this week? I'm sure you do. I, as a matter of fact, I do. I, I, I started, I started not to bring this up go, going into today's show because I know your mindset, Travis, <laughs> is who, who in God. Who in God's name cares about global force? So I said to myself, that that eliminates this. But since you brought it up, I have a little bit more information on this global force situation, which leads into my questions. For this week, I'm not sure if you guys are aware of this or not, but in January, when Edward Nordholm and the Anthem Sports and Entertainment Group bought what was TNA and Impact Wrestling Ventures which which merged into Global Force Wrestling on April the 20th I believe they they bought just TNA and the Impact Wrestling Ventures company that TNA had fallen. So, but Global Force, is, Global Force Wrestling is the company that Jeff Jarrett had started when he left TNA three and a half years ago. So Anthem might want might want to sell Global Force, but technically they can't sell it because they don't own 
the Global Force Wrestling trademark that's owned by Jeff Jarrett. So they would only be selling whatever Impact Wrestling Ventures or Impact Wrestling is worth. So what you're saying is they need to go ahead and sell that tape library to Vince, get out the game while they can, and keep showing a rerun of the Lonesome Dove or whatever the fuck they got. Well, they, they te- that technically would make no sense because Anthem owns the Fight Network, which specializes in wrestling and MMA. So what the heck would they do? Just show a bunch yeah. of Indian MMA or wrestling from Brazil and a good point. That's a very good point. Like they're kind of stuck. <laughs> they are kind of and, stuck. Uh, in continuance of this, my my questions are number one: who who does Anthem sell the the uh Impact and T and TNA library too if, if they do want to sell and question number two on this situation which wrestlers are, are more likely to either go to WWE or go back to WWE if they have already been there. Is Travis, is there money in Bobby Lashley going back to WWE? I mean, I have a, I have my thoughts and impressions of Bobby Lashley, but apparently, you know, people that have, you know, seen him, you know, seen his work in the last, uh, you know, few years in TNA, like they say, they swear he's better. You know, I saw him okay, a little and, bit and I think his wrestling is good. Like, and stuff. Just, so maybe he's not interesting, but I think he's good. Like, so I mean, do you see a guy? Like, I think, um, and, you know, Bruce has sold me on him. Like, Trevor Lee is really, really good. Does Trevor Lee mm-hmm. have the right physique at his size to be successful in WWE? Because he'd be, uh, he'd probably be a 205 Live guy, right? Like, he's in that range, I want to say. Oh, absolutely. Like, all, all those guys are either chiseled or wiry. And when I say wiry, I mean like a Kendrick or even a a, a Rich Swan. Um, but Trevor Lee kind of has a different build in them, so I'm wondering if he fits their formula. Like, but that's a guy I think is, is way up there as far as you know his talent goes. Like, I don't know if any TNA women translate to WWE because they have like women in line right now. Like they're going to be, you know, very successful for them. So I don't know if they just be able to jump in. Um, 
do we finally get, uh, you know, John Morrison back in WWE? Like, as good as Miz is, I think Miz could have a whole nother run as a tag team with Morrison. And it'd be fresh and having somebody who's as equal as opposed to minions. Like, you know, I, I see a couple of things happening. Um, yeah. But, I mean, Colin, again, like I was saying before, like, I can't see them selling to anybody, selling that tape library to anybody but WWE if they're going to sell it. Wait, I just think it's a silly question as if, like, Lucha Underground or somebody's going, yeah, let's get that tape library. Who else would want it? Who else could do monetize? It either either dies somewhere and lives on whatever internet or whatever stuff's on, or Vince gets it and put it puts it out and uses his platform to make you know, use it in DVDs and documentaries and stuff. Sure. It's still weird seeing wrestlers and tap out gear. It just is. See tap out banners. <laughs> First off, Tino's had a fucking telly. Why do you keep trying with this guy? Because he was in the league. Like, I grew up because he was in the league. Uh, Tony DeVille. I'll say this, too. I'm I'm very surprised that Pop Pop TV... (laughs) Didn't re, didn't rescind their renewal deal that they announced last week after Damn. all of after all of this came out yesterday. So you feel like they knew about it before we did? Damn. Yeah. Who? Wow. Top three? What'd you call them? Pop TV. You saying Pop TV didn't oh, didn't oh, uh, oh. rescind their deal? The renewal deal for for uh, for Impact. Yeah. And as Mike said, as Mike said earlier, the Global Force Management had the nerve to announce a few hours ago that they plan on. Launching the Global Wrestling Network, which is a obvious ripoff of the WWE Network. Good luck. Well, which is a ripoff of something, which is, I mean, is it? What, NFL Network? I mean, it's, 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 it's like saying, well, if that's the case, all sitcoms are a ripoff of, like, Lucy or whoever the first guy that was. Like, no, that's how and you the good ones are way of doing You know, I think. But anyway, it's a stupid but, idea uh, no. that think anybody's going to watch a Global Force Network. Not People don't watch your show. Like Not that it's some kind of rip-off of WWE. That's just silly. Like, let's say this. WWE averages what, Travis, now? Two and a half million viewers for, for Raw? Give or take? Uh, still about three. Yeah. Okay, three million. So so their network subscribers are about a third of their total viewers, right? 
That, that, yeah. Uh, what the hell is a third? About half. About half, okay. A third of the of a TNA or an impact audience? I mean, 250,000 people getting 100,000, you know, getting 250,000 people to buy something from okay. you isn't. Can okay. they charge? Well, here's the thing, though. Can they charge $10 a week? Fuck no. They've been charged. They can't charge $10 a month. They can't charge $10 a month. They don't have the programming. Like, you don't, like, even if, let's say that Impact and TNA had been bad, but it hadn't been bad for 40 years, then maybe you can charge something. You literally have, what, 15 years of footage, and three of them are good. Like, you want to see Samoa Joe and AJ Styles and Christopher Daniels. You want to see Kurt Angle and Samoa Joe. You want to see some Ultimate X matches. You want to see like three six sides of steel matches. And you want to see some Bully Ray promos. Like, they don't have a juice. I, I don't know. It's going to be like YouTube Red. Like, we're going to give it to you for free. But if you want to watch this without seeing, uh, I don't know, without seeing, what's my man's name? Team Canada. Uh, the, uh, Scott, you know, Scott the promo guy. No, 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 no. The, uh, you know, the the manager. Uh, the real guy who's really good at selling stuff. Don West. There you go, Don West. I'm sorry. If uh, this is free, but if you want to skip uh, Don West trying to trade you some t-shirts, uh, subscribe for like two ninety nine a month. <laughs> you probably want to see that. Well, I mean, I, but that's crazy, kind of. Like they just, to me, even as somebody who's like getting things a chance, and I listen to fans of the show, like they just don't have the material or the storylines people are invested in or the moment to justify something like that. Like nobody wants to watch that. Yeah, yeah, I I don't think so either. So, so I guess I have to ask the big question: If either of you were Vince McMahon, would you even bat an eye at the prospect of buying? <coughs> The impact takes live, Mary, since you cannot buy Global Force Wrestling as a company, since that belongs to Jeff Jarrett. I want those AJ matches, because AJ is a big star in my company. I want those Samoa Joe matches, because Samoa Joe is a big star in my company. There are guys in my company who have done, like, one-offs. I have, even though they just did a Kurt Angle uh, DVD, like, I have I have a stretch of probably, like, two years of Kurt Angle matches. Um, like, there's, to me, if, if I have a billion dollars, and for two million dollars, I can get something that's going to make me another five million dollars, I'm going to go ahead and get it. Because I do think that there are AJ matches and there are Joe matches alone that are worth buying that entire library. And I, I do think right. so. Um, 
And the thing is, it only makes it. They they can wait. They can like it. Like you'd be better off. Yes. Right. You'd be better off selling it to them like now when it's like. You're not desperate, like get. It's just, yeah, because it's like, or we can just, you know, wait two more years when it's fucking, you know, fifty grand, and you'll give us the whole thing. Or you can take this cool mill, or even if, if it probably wouldn't even be that much, take this half a mill and uh, give us that library. But they didn't die. Remember, they kept that. Huh? That was the biggest possibility when we assume, oh, TNA's not going to last past the summer or the fall, whatever season it was in, and then they they hung on. You have Hogan footage. You have Hogan footage. You have Nash footage. You have Booker T footage. You got Steam footage. Like there are, yeah, it's absolutely. That was the big life. deal too, because of the Sting stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's. For, for the completionists from WCW, and they say there are a bunch of people who never converted from WCW to WWE for whatever reason. I mean, that's you have a tape library of guys who you know who have done stuff, and you know you have hell, you got enough for a Bobby Roode DVD now. You know, like because he was doing quality work down there. Um, yeah, there's there is there are reasons to go and get that thing, and uh, some of the biggest reasons are current talent that they have. I would kind of if, if I was in his position, I definitely buy it. But Travis is right though; you can get that at crackhead prices if you wait long enough. So eventually, <laughs> it's, it's not going to be right because you're not going to make a Bobby Roode DVD yet. You're not going to make a Joe documentary yet. You could, but, you know, let them have some career in that company before you go, like, the definitive yeah, let, let Joe, Joe be six months into his first title win so that you can incorporate exactly. that into the DVD. Yeah. Totally. So, yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Crackhead prices. Crackhead prices. <laughs> could you imagine uh, they buy, or, like, let's just say Jeff Jarrett was in charge of it, and they showed it to Jeff Jarrett, but they send it, like, all the money cash inside of a guitar. It'd be fantastic. There's <laughs> certain levels of pay. I just put a check inside of a guitar. Making cash. All right, Kyla. Uh, good stuff, man. We'll talk to you next time. All right. Thanks. Take care. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah. Check it on Twitter here. Uh, Fucking Willis. Willis is the biggest hater. That's saying something, considering the calls we get on this show. Willis, why not out? Just being a douchebag on Twitter. Um, let's um before we uh blow through some calls here, let's uh read this email from young Ross Mitchell from Baltimore. Uh he chimes in. Uh good evening, Trav and Cam. I hope you're doing well. It's been a minute since I've written in, but I wanted I wanted to know if you guys had any updated opinions on the May Young Classic participants. 
Uh, Trev, I agree with pretty much everything you stated on your in your torch column. Uh, awesome. Uh, go to hit a torch site, and it's for VIPs and non-VIP folks too. So just uh, you know, look up that article and check it out. Um, Bianca looks every bit the athlete she is. Moves naturally in the ring, and it just needs time to put it together. Definitely see the potential in Ripley, along with that. Uh, wait. I definitely see the potential in Ripley along with that, but hard KD. Is that that's the Indian chick, Devi, Kavita Devi? Uh, I don't believe Tony Storm is signed at the moment, but she could be something as well. Uh, I'll be interested to see who else will be offered a contract. Again, thanks for your time and great listening. Thanks, Ross. Um, yeah, I didn't know about people being signed or anything. Uh, but but yeah, we talked about it here. Well, we definitely went went through it in more detail in the VIP. Me and Rich did, like who I thought specifically was TV ready, and who's definitely like two years away from uh, from from making a difference. Uh, and yeah, I, put, I think I put Bianca two years away. Uh, I might have put her TV ready because last week I was just so like. You know, all about Bianca Belair. But she's definitely like just seeing her again and uh uh you know, another another good competitive match with the top notch wrestler like Kyrie Sane, you know, it's like oh yeah, yeah. You just see some little things. But then you're so also so so encouraged by the fact that she's been training like a year or so and she's just got so many of the intangibles down, like you know, she's other stuff that she just Great literally look. needs to she just literally high. needs to just do repetitively. Sure. And, like, I think even Lita said it. Maybe not in her match, but in one of those matches that had a young a young, a young, young woman in it. Uh, it was like, she just needs to be, have good ring time. Oh, it was like the positioning in the ring or something. She just needs to have more matches. Well, she'll just get that down. And uh, she'll know where she is in the ring. And it's just like, yeah, no, totally. But yeah, it's like oh, I was definitely more impressed this week with Rhea Ripley. Like the the level of matches, the level of uh, the level of match went up because you, you got a lot of the uh, real rookie in the games, like your Kavita Devi's. Like she's two years away. Like she just you know this she's is the really, uh, she's the really big, uh, the big slow Indian woman, right? She yeah. She's not going to give you, like, any kind of, like... She'll give you a good match that you can tell a story, and that was a good story that they told with her and Dakota Kai in that opening match, or that opening round match. But, you know, she's still... She's not going to give you, you know, two-and-a-half, three-and-a-half-star matches like you got in round two. Like, just the matches were just consistently, consistently better. Oh yeah, she did the you know she walking damn roses six damn one you know two twenty trainer. I'm like to do what? And 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 trained like when you think of like guys like Stu Hart and Killer Kowalski, like well by the time this guy got to the dungeon. Stu Hart wasn't stretching nobody, you know, because you just think, yeah. you know, because he was like a literal old man. Um, hey, and then it's more, he's there, and he's 
directing folks, but he ain't. <laughs> you know, it's not like going to Killer Kowalski's school and, you know, when Triple H went, probably. He was probably one of the last generations to take, you know, real moves from Killer Kowalski. Uh, but, yeah, so, um, yeah, but like a Rhea Ripley, like just get to see her do more. Even Shayna Baszler, who I was totally down on more because she's just, again, a meathead and a bully. And I don't care, Rich, tell her I said so. Um, but getting, getting, finally seeing her bump and sell and have a match that went longer than two minutes and she ran through somebody. So I'm like even higher on her. Like, okay, at least I know she can, she can wrestle and she's not like once they get through throwing kicks and doing all the over overt MMA stuff, like she can bump, she can sell, she can push people and hold. Obviously that's not the, you know, for someone with her background, but also she can sell being in the hole without, like, I, I think she has to work on her facials because she looks. And that's, that's who? That's uh, the fourth horse woman? Yeah, Baszler. She she looks like yeah. her face, she never looks like she's ever in jeopardy. So that's something she yeah. should probably work on. And that's something she always yeah, looks and like. That's this bitch don't get off me. in her other sport, I guess. Like, yeah, absolutely. If I tell you MMA. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's those little things are going to be hard to hard to break and adjust to, but you know. So, am I the only one that finds those promos funny when uh, when uh, gosh, Becky and Charlotte and uh, Bailey like pull up on the other three horsewomen? Uh, am I the only one that finds that hilarious? Like, cause I'm not even talking about like ridiculous. I Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch will, you know, will tap you out. And Charlotte is like a big, strong person. But when really got Bailey Stop having Bailey at the forefront with her arms no, crossed like she's like about to get her dream, lunch money man. took. Y'all are selling a dream, man. Like, that's not – nobody's buying that, man. <laughs> Come on. That's not the – that's not who y'all sell on TV, man. Like, right. that's like – like, she's, she's not going like to have up on nobody. Yeah, like, you're not – She's, I'm not, not the backup, but she's like have, a body in the back. You know, she's not the one that's at the forefront, like yeah. making the threats and like holding up signs. You know, bangers. You're not gonna have. You'll never have Miz pull up on an MMA guy. Never. Right. Like. Right. It, because that's just not. Which is not to say Miz won't whoop somebody in real life, but that's not what she's selling. Like, so you can't sell Bailey like that. Like Bailey's good in a wrestling match. You've done nothing to say Bailey's good in the fight. Matter of fact, you showed me that Bailey will get whooped by somebody smaller than her in a fight because she won't go for the weapon. That's what y'all told me. Like, yeah, that's just silly. Yep. Yeah. So I uh, appreciate that email, Ross. Like like As always. <laughs> um, trying to think real quick. Did any. Did any like I, I think I came Like me and Yim Like I probably uh, You know Dropped a notch Seeing her again in there In another you know Competitive longer match Like she's okay She's you know like I think there's a reason She hasn't been You know signed even to the NXT level Um, I like her I, li- I love her look you know, 
Blasian, that whole thing going. And, uh, you're you're yeah. a fan of that, I'm assuming? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Hard not to be. I'll tell you, one of, one of the finest women ever Smash was in 11th grade. Gina, she was half Chinese, half Jamaican. God damn, what a combination. But, uh, all right, let's uh, move things over here, or move things on. And, uh, all right, let's bring on the hater extraordinaire. Let's talk to Willis. Willis, what's going on? What's going on, Pete? Before you go, before you go, really quick, really uh-huh. quick, before you get your line off, did you watch Inhumans already? I ain't going to see that crap. Wait for a couple of TV. It's September the 28th. Okay, okay. Because I haven't really heard, I've heard people watch it, but I haven't, like, gotten any, like, firm reviews. But no, go ahead. Don't let me cut you off. Everybody no, I heard no. said it was corny, but then Nick Spencer said on Twitter that it was dope. Or at least that he's like interested to see more, you know, which is a good sign. So I don't know I, if he's just taping for the brand as a Marvel yeah. guy, or if he genuinely like thinks it's good. But most people that I've heard anecdotally were like, "eh." And I saw the preview. Like I liked the Inhumans. I think I was talking to enthusiastic JJ. I was like, I like the Inhumans. I like them in the books. I like their whole concept. You know, how they come about and everything. And then I saw that preview and was like, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm good on this show. Like, it's not worth adding to the damn rotation of, you know, million shows that are about to come back this damn fall. Nah, I ain't. only reason why I ain't go see that mess is because that, that movie is an agenda by somebody that was mad that they not doing the, um, they don't have no more control of the Marvel Cinematic Universe no more. That's the only reason why right. that Inhumans got done the way it did. The person yeah, that owns the TV side, the person that owns the TV side used to also own the um, Marvel Cinematic side, but once Kevin Feige got a hold of it, and prove that he could do it without that person. That person, um, Ike Perlmutter, that's his name. He's also a big Trump supporter. So there's a whole bunch of mess going on with that. So, um, but I just noticed something when Roman and John Cena is doing interviews with each other. I mean, when they're doing their promos against each other. If you pay attention to John Cena when he's doing his promos with Roman, he's looking up and down that boy to find anything to fire back on him as soon as he can. If he check if he check Cena's eyes when he's cutting the promo on against Roman, he's looking for something to attack on as quickly as possible, just in case that, that boy slip up with something. I mean, I'm sure that's probably not just with Roman, but just, right? I mean, I don't know. That seems a little, I mean, I don't know. Okay, I'll take your word for it. Yeah, yeah. Cena is famous for doing that against everybody. So 
that's nothing new. But it's it's just funny. It it seems like Roman is not aware of his surroundings about what to do when it comes to if he screw up with something because he seemed like he stutter step. But this week it seemed like he was more into what he was supposed to do, and I think. I think they practice a little bit more so Roman wouldn't slip up and make himself look kind of dumb during their promo. Because this one felt more orchestrated than the last one on both sides. Other than the slip up with the whole thing about his um, zipper buster open, that's about it. But, yeah, I finished the daggone um, May Young Classic, so that's on fire. So, uh, you mean you forward. finished what's out episode eight or? I finished the whole thing episode eight. I finished the whole thing until the um. Wait, eight is it? Is know, it? Eight is it? It's only eight episodes in the um. What you call it? The the finals is on um. The finals is next on the twelfth. I think. That's, oh, you finished what they got? Oh, okay. Shit, mm-hmm. how am I gonna? Because I knew I saw, I figured, obviously, I saw five and six today. That's round two. And I was like, oh, okay, seven and eight. But, yeah, that's round three and four. And then, yeah, the finals would be round five. Shit. How am I going to? Because they short. They only, one is only, like, about 50 minutes, and the other one is, like, about 43 or 45 minutes. So they, I'm just thinking long. about how am I gonna? Am I just gonna write one big article? Well, round two, three, and four, because that's what's dumped. I don't want to write about round two and then those three is out there. Like well, they should have just did put out the two episodes, and then next week put out. Oh, but the finals is the twelve. Yeah, I, I'm still my whole thing. I have big issues with how they how they dump the whole thing. Um, well, they. They gave you last week to finish the first set, and they—they, they, I guess they expect everybody to watch it over the Labor Day weekend and finish the rest of it out. I guess that was their plan. Yeah, I guess. Motherfuckers got shit to do though. You're right, right. But I'm still laughing about this. Global Force, TNA, NWA, whatever the hell they want to call themselves. <laughs> NWA? It, I still it got tape labeled a- NWA, TNA, episode March, whatever, whatever, 2003. <laughs> Whole box of them. So, and, and Jeff Jarrett um, trying to bow out, and then Anthem said they trying to get rid of it. They said they sick of that mess already. So I don't know what to say about that. WWE ain't going to pick that shit up for nothing unless they just want the damn library. They probably can get that for under a million dollars. They probably can yeah. get that joint with chump change. I mean, they got the so, – I remember 15 years ago, they got the whole damn WCW library for 2.5, which back then we were like, what? Which was, you know, how they get it for so cheap? That was fifteen damn seventeen years ago, and and they made their money back off that joint 
probably like the the first month they oh. had. <laughs> They I don't want to go that far, but they 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 have yes they have done. Let's put the Ric Flair DVD that they did the the first one, the one that's like in gold, you know, like the first big three disc gold disc box set that they put out in like oh three or oh four or whatever. That fucking made up. That paid for the damn WCW purchase, uh, library purchase. <laughs> so yeah, they they've made their money back off that. And wait till that chronic DVD comes out. Sure. Maybe not thousand fold, but tenfold. Yeah, um what what else I was gonna say? Damn. Um with the whole um you hear about Sasha Banks and her interviews lately and everybody getting on her about it? Yeah. yeah. I know I saw Bubba saying you don't be worried about when people don't stop showing up at the airports and stuff at five in the morning. Yeah. Oh, really? So it's well, either be fucking stalked and harassed, or be in a live in obscurity. There's no fucking middle ground. It's just dumb, <laughs> dumb shit to say. Well, I guess. Uh, well, I don't know what to say about that. But even Jerry the King, all of that, even talked about that shit. You but I didn't hear the I'm going by. I don't know if she she might have said something super egregious. I don't know. Well, she was also whining about her push as well. So she was saying that she don't like the way they have her winning the belt and losing the belt. And she even came out and said a whole bunch of mess. She even changed her Twitter where she don't even have on the WWE superstar. She just got it. Um, Agency address on there for her agent, and that's it. I mean, we've been through this before, specifically with Sasha. Like, she has every right to 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 not want to deal with that shit. Like, I, I get it. Like, she like fine. Like every like she can be super unamenable. Like, and you can have guys like Cena or. Savior, whoever the fuck that are just out there, fan friendly and super, super into all of it, and you're gonna have people like her who are over it from from the gate, like, and then you have most people that are in the middle. Yeah, I but think, she um, has every right to be like, "Fuck out of here! I'm sick of y'all fucking fans." Yeah. And I you think, know um, who else? In, you know who else then popped off on her about it? The men. Who? Yeah, the Miz. But well, listen, and here's my thing. Um, like one, I I think that yeah, my my man, uh, shout out to Curtin Jamar. I don't know if he's listening, but his little sister had a bad run in with Sasha at an autograph signing. Okay, mm-hmm. so that's like that's not cool on on a whole bunch of levels. Like you're there doing your job, and this is a child. Like right. you gotta you gotta be better. In that, in that scenario, but that's typically the only situation where I'm like, that's not cool. And like Miz getting on her about it, this is like, this is kind of what we were talking about with, with Roman and Cena saying, you know, you got handed this and you don't work hard. Like, Sasha's not, Toronto's aside, because like Sasha is an objectively better wrestler than the Miz. You know, like she, she does her job and doesn't do a bad job at her job. So, like, I, I, Miz, if Miz wasn't 
as as amiable and wasn't as friendly and wasn't as good with PR and didn't have the history he had, didn't have the training he had, he wouldn't be as much of an asset to the company. Like, everybody's not the same way. He's not talking to Brock like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, he not in Brock's face asking him why he ain't at somebody's hospital for Make-A-Wish. You know, like, I don't know. It's a weird standard to hold people to. Like, I do my job and I go home. Like, you know, she has her friends in the company. She kicks it with the Tituses and the Kalisos and all them. Like, that's her people. Like, I don't know. I, I kind of see it as a non-issue because, like Travis said, like, not everybody has to be the same way about this stuff. Right, that that that's true. That's true. It, it's it's just kind of strange. And uh, I seen somebody else tweet, um, talking about um, what they say about Foster. They was like, you you don't speak up for me saying that I can't um take no pictures with somebody if you with me. Uh, uh, one of the female wrestlers that said that about her team. If they, they sure. if she with them and a fan come up and ask for a picture, she'll say no for them. Speaking for everybody, trying to speak for everybody. Dope. So, so yeah, it's, that's it, now, it's, see, and that's also a problem. Like you're not gonna mess my money up. Like <laughs> you're not gonna mess up my reputation because you don't feel like talking to nobody. See, I, see, I, I, as I'm finding out more stuff, I'm kind of like, okay, like I, I see how these things are a real issue. Like, speak to yourself. Don't, don't talk to me. Yeah, but, uh, but you know, on, on the surface, like, though, like, her being antisocial, like, uh, like, Christian Bale seems like a horrible person to be around. Yeah, I know. Know. But I still <laughs> want to see him play, uh, you know, elitist dickhead on, on whatever. Well, I mean, Batman, but, yes, he always plays elitist dickhead. That's what he's best at. He's elitist dickhead in that. He was the leader's dickhead in uh, American Psycho. He was the leader's dickhead in Shaft. He's very good at playing a leader's dickhead. What's the line I, he had that he said to the backstage part, person? Jeez. Remember they played the whole thing on Family Guy? Like, they played the whole rant. I forget exactly Because I'm pretty said. sure I, I have it on Remember there. Don't take her hand. Ooh. Ember faded for a second. Uh, honestly, I think I give her two more years, and I think she's gonna leave. Do you think she's gonna leave like the business? Do you think she's gonna leave to be uh, attractive I, uh, beige woman with Boston accent in movies? Like, what do you, what do you think she's gonna do? I think she's just gonna leave all together because I know they yeah. they ain't put her on. She. It was one of the few people that ain't been put on Total Divas yet, ain't even been mentioned, even think about it. You got people like uh, Alexa Bliss and, and Nia Jax, and, them, and they they came up with her on, around the same time. They just totally skipped her altogether. Oh, good for you. There it is. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> <laughs> Triple H and Oscar crying. Yo, this like when uh, when they gave Kristen Wiig that send off on uh, SNL two years ago. 
like how it's like special because people like everybody people leave every year. People, you know, veterans always leave the show. He like give me that title, take these flowers, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> we need this belt though. Oh, he gave it back to her. Pose. So, so, um, all right, Willis, we got to blow through some of these calls, man. We ain't got to. You want to see, right. say something real quick? Bye, y'all. I'm good. Oh, all, right. all right, that's good. Uh, um, Triple H really giving it up. Yeah, yeah. She says she looked good in a WNBA pantsuit. <laughs> About the way, in in a, in a strong uh, snakeskin Hillary Clinton fit. <laughs> so is the injury legit? I mean, they didn't. I, I, I don't have the volume up all the way, but Regal was like, "We're negotiating with uh, Raw and SmackDown," and blah blah blah. Nothing about she's hurt. Mm-hmm. At least I didn't. I didn't expressly hear it, and I'm trying to, you know, obviously, host a show. Um, let's, uh... You think she made more money at NXT than she did in Japan? In the 500 days, or, you know, two years she'd been in NXT? And I don't I mean, remember her getting a Shinsuke-type deal, you know. But that's my thing, though. Was she really making money in Japan? That's probably what I'm asking. And was she selling merch in Japan like she was probably selling here? Well, Boy, they could have shot in their masks on the main roster. Yeah. All right, let's, uh, let's, uh... All right, I'm going to get to everybody. Let's just try to be brief. So let's uh looks like I think that's Mark. Uh, Mark and Ontario, is that you? Hold on. Yeah, hey Travis. Uh hey Cam, how you guys doing? Yo. Doing all right. Yep. Thanks for taking my call, I'll be real quick. Uh yeah. so I'm curious on the uh the women's tournament and uh I I think it's Dakota Kai. I'm wondering if yeah. uh that that's an opportunity to kind of do a, a, a another Bailey type uh, storyline. What are your thoughts there? Absolutely. It's just you know Bailey just she doesn't have a certain quality Bailey had, especially in the beginning with the with the hugging and the and the the all that kind of thing. Um, but sure, I mean people. I mean she even said it in her like little vignette. I'm a you know got that next door girl next door look and. You know, she, and she's so small. Yeah, the underdog. So, yeah, I mean they're 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 doing that story with her and Abby late, and it works better with her more consistently because she's so small. Like Abby late was smaller than Jazzy Gabbard, short, and she was sh- maybe a little shorter. Uh, I'm trying to remember who she faced in the second round. But it wasn't like every match Dakota Kai's in almost she's gonna be you know, I, I liken her more to more to uh AJ Lee than, than Bailey. Mhm. Mm-hmm. 
You know, AJ Lee skipping AJ Lee, not crazy AJ Lee that she, you know, morphed into. But just kind of innocent Daniel Bryan girlfriends AJ. That's uh, that's kind of who I see more Dakota Kai is. I like that story better. I didn't think about that. That's uh, yeah, that's good. And my, my last thing, Bailey, is... which is why it's so frustrating, was because she was so unique and such a you know, can't miss character. <laughs> you know, like, they're going to have to try to fuck this up, and they tried their hardest and fucked it up. <laughs> you know, Kyrie hit that elbow on Bianca like she did something to her. Like, you know, I'm going to just throw my whole body right into your mitten. You know, solar that like, oh, you going with me with that fucking braid? Yeah. <laughs> Got some badass. They've done a good job of, of of not matching up too many people that are inexperienced. Like, the, like I'm yeah. sure that went into, like, the brackets and heavens. Like, well, this person has to lose to, you know, early to, you know, they've had that, they had the Suhei uh, Mercedes match, like, Again, it's like okay, they matched up the two most experienced people, but they're not—they would never do that with. They're not going to have, as, even as good as she is, so early. They're not going to have Bianca Blair in there with, you know, Kavita Devi, somebody else who's only been wrestling a year or so. Like, so they—I even said it in my article. Like, yeah, uh, you know, logistics, and it's more than who should win, you know, but logistics and 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 their you know, their own internal, like, stuff goes into making those brackets and filling that stuff out, so. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead, Mark. Jump back in. Yeah, my, my, my last thing is, um, you know, I've, I've enjoyed the uh, the women's tournament, and I'm glad they've got the hook for Vince McMahon coming back on Tuesday uh, in advance of the finals. And, uh I'm, I'm I'm hoping that's a hook to you know get people people watching. And do you think do you think that's what they're doing, or do you think that's a uh, you know do you think that's something else? What exactly? I didn't. I'm, I'm sorry, I wasn't. Really so basically, saying like that Vincent Man being on SmackDown leading into the the finals oh. of the Classic being on a network. Yeah, I, I mean, I have any audience for that. Network. Uh, but I also Having think the, that the yeah, they're doing this big push like right when football starts. I think you just get eyes kind of back on the program. Um, you know, going into football season, Vince comes out says something important is happening and then SmackDown. Now you got to watch SmackDown. But yes, I definitely think what you're saying is in play. Um, you know, Vince being on the show, being the lead into their finals, and I'm sure they'll promote it a bunch. Maybe he'll even mention it while he's up there. Anything else, Mark? No, that's it. Thank you for taking my call. I'll let you guys get to other callers. Appreciate it. Cool, man. If you got a, Mark, uh, fair, something that you wanted to get get to more, uh, hit me and Rich up in the, with a VIP email. We'll definitely uh, get to it then. Yep, will do. Thank you. Cool. And that goes for everybody else who I'm uh, about to get to. 
six six one. I see you down it? there. If you uh, want to get on in queue, hit one, and then I'll know you want to get on, get in line. Say what, Cam? I said, "Mark's so gracious. Those those Canadian manners. He's so nice to us." Everybody else is calling like, "Yeah, what up? I got these questions though." Uh, Rich, anything you wanted to say to uh, the non-VIP folks? What up? Uh, Shayna Basil will have your at, your address by about 10 p.m. Eastern. Uh, so what? what? Tell her to bring that something. shit. Beat that bitch the fuck up. Shayna fucking Basil. Uh-huh. I'm scared of her. Okay. You think that way now, but... I mean, I heard you sniffling hey, half the time when, when Brian was like... <laughs> Hey, I'm outside your house. Like, oh wait, what? What? <laughs> Went up a couple. Hey, Shana, come come through. I got some. I got something for you. Yeah, you be chucking young Max at her, and that's not gonna work. That's but a snap. Wow. She'll be choked out in ten seconds. Physically impossible. Number one. <laughs> yeah, and that's it. There's no number two. It's just yeah. <laughs> Uh, but but uh, uh, I think uh, yeah. the um, yeah, you guys haven't seen the other part, so I don't want to mess anything with the. Yeah, but um, I, I did want to say episode seven's on now, and yeah, I'm watching Abby Lee versus Mercedes, but yeah, like I wish they gave Abby a little more in that in that match against uh, whoever she had in the second round. Like, they're doing that thing oh, with her where yeah. she doesn't get anything, and then she... Like, what is the... out? What is it, the gator crawl or whatever? Gator, oh, alligator lock. Alligator Is it the power bomb or is it the pen itself that's the move? No, it's, it's the like, pen. It's like the Jack... Young doing. It's, it's like the Jack yeah. Knight. The Jack Knight pen. Yeah. Oh, it's just a pen with a name. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, I don't think Mae Young was powerbombing, motherfuckers. <laughs> no, no way. No, no, no. But okay, no, it's yeah. just yeah, that That weird fucking pen would probably be innovative. Right, and then Bruce <laughs> can tell you about a couple of articles where they talk about how she got paid to hit some businessmen with that move outside of wrestling, but that's a story for a different day. Hey, hey, you show up to my, you show up to a strange woman's hotel room. Looking and you a, catch you catch the uh, you catch a hook. Looking for a good time. Then you get she rolled motherfucking all by herself though. Right, so she she was basically like whatever they're trying to portray Shayna Baszler and Tinez as like she was that in real life. Like she would just come jack you up, send you home, and you'd be like, yeah, I uh, I fell, I fell. Well, what about your pants? Where are your pants? I fell. Can I fall? Wow. Why you gotta be on my back? Can I can I just go home now? Why are you crying? I I don't I got home. I gotta go home. People got cell phones back then. That'd have been a whole different story. It's like five two woman beats up six three dude in a hotel. World star exclusive. <laughs> but yeah, uh, no, I think that's. I, I was gonna just mention. Yeah, Cam, that's definitely a good idea. The uh, PWI, I'm, I'm in, if you're in. Yeah, I got. hey, I finally got a gimmick. But, yes, I would and, love and, to. And, 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 and Mr. Travis, I'm, I'm just going to tell you it as nice as I can this time. 
if you want to Roman Reigns me and say, you know, you're too big for the big deep dive, that's fine. But space is clearing up for 2017. I might have to wait till 2018, maybe even 2019 if uh, things Thanks. keep going the way they are. Well, it's cool. The door is open. I, I gave the invite, and he, and he was like, nah, I might, have to, might have to fire off a get rid of that guy email. Okay. It's me or him. <laughs> oh, it's me or him. This is some <laughs> on a melanin <laughs> Sophie's choice. Rich going to get that, get hit off with that tweet. PW, at PW Church is uh, sad to uh, part ways with at Rich Fan. Uh, he had a good I mean, six-week that, run. That thing but, is, Cam, uh, he really believes the difficult person is the person that's going to keep the job. Listen, boss, I insult weekly the, through DMs. It's either me direction. or the dude that politely does his job and brings excellence in everything he does. Oh, wait, hello, hello, hello? Neither him, Wade. Make a choice. Matter of fact, make a public choice on the Wade P- Keller podcast. <laughs> on podcast one. <laughs> oh, see, then I can talk about all the. You know, I was like, yeah, a vote for Travis Bryant is a vote for uh, misogyny, uh, blatant racism. I mean, might as well. You're just trying to make the torch great again. I, mean, I, I didn't say it. Don't take my word for it. Look in the archives. Uh huh. Try to get that. It's like who insults the uh, muty sympathy? You know why I kind of hear that shit. Yeah, muty sympathy. See, you can't help but drop <laughs> drop a slur. Hey, Travis Slurmaster Bryant. He's like Grandmaster B. Guess what? You name the group, he will find a way to completely destroy it. He's a lot like Grandmaster B, isn't he? <laughs> Let me tell you about these damn Inuits eating their damn see? Seal, raw wow. seal meat. And <laughs> that's why. I, that's why a bottle of Coke costs twelve dollars up there. Nobody trying to go up to no goddamn Alaska. Fucking Inuits. See? Let me tell you, they need to know their place. Oh, Abby Lake just concussed herself. Looks like. I don't think I found a single person who did a dive outside that didn't wind up hitting that metal grate. No, it's like super close. I thought that was well. It's, I'm behind. She's going up top, so I guess to jump off to do. Like whatever, you'll see yeah. it in a second. Like and, and 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 even with the guys, I don't think you could physically catch someone at the angle that they're diving. I'm more worried you. about her elbow. Damn, than her head. Her head's fine. Her damn elbow and forearm hit that grate. So, all right, I'm trying to blow through these calls and fucking around with Rich. We're talking about yeah, VIP, Rich. Um, okay, I guess 661 didn't have nothing to say. We talked to Mark. Uh, let's see if we get Darrell to say something real quick. Uh, Darrell, you got uh, something you can say in, like, minutes? What up? In minutes? Yeah, just, yeah. How y'all doing today? And, um, how y'all doing today? And, um, why why is all this GFW talk that that charity? <laughs> giving them too much promo? Giving them too much, more than what they need. 
I think <laughs> for a horrible company, a horrible story, place. Matter of fact, matter of fact, nigga, ain't you the one that told us about the story? Told what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was. Ain't yeah, you I told you about it. it. You did. Yeah, I told you about it. I was happy. Said, you know, I was happy. And I was cheering. Yeah, I was happy. I ain't no shit about it until they told me, and I guess they told me they found out from you. Oh yeah, I was happy and cheering about it. I see if y'all was coming on here and reading a eulogy, hoping that they finally take them out the pasture and put them to sleep, like um somebody need to do with Dolph Ziggler, take old Yellow to the pasture and pow, damn, lay him down. Hey, I'm just saying, man. Y'all thinking it? I'm saying it. And that man. <laughs> I was never a uh, real Dolph Ziggler fan. I used to get upset from people. Well, he the next Shawn Michaels. I didn't see it. Um, I didn't see it in the ring. Yes, he could go, but I've seen other wrestlers who were better. I say Sammy Zayn better than him in the ring. And so to get that comparison, killed me with him. And I was listening to what y'all were saying about uh, Yeah, very really. Mm, I mean, I, I've never thought about it. I'm not, I'm not I'd rather watch Sami Zayn match than Dolphin. Yeah, I mean, that's what I, I, I asked Travis this um, a couple of years ago when I first came on. I said um, to him um, and Dre, um, who, who, how many Dolph Ziggler matches? How many Dolph Ziggler matches do you remember? Who say they was inspired by a Dolph Ziggler match? Nobody. So I remember his Lone Survivor team. thing at Survivor Series. That was good. Yeah, that came the year after that, so, yeah. <laughs> but still, it was like he he believed in his own hype, um, and that's why he never improved. He liked the draft pick that already think they should be considered the best quarterback in the game because and, and they get paid like it at first and never improved like uh, – uh, what they called him, Jabba the Hutt uh, from Oakland, on Russell. Jamarcus oh, Russell. Jamarcus. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, that's – He a wide receiver. Oh, no, that's not him. Who's no, the one that's like a wide receiver? He got the lead um, in Alabama. He got uh, Peels and Lean. Yeah. He got very, very fat. Yeah. yeah, got arrested for selling Peels. Very, very uh, fucking lean. leaned up. Keeping that syrup. Mm-hmm. Then I was also listening to you guys talking about what people were saying about Jason Jordan and how they don't like his wrestling style. I don't think it's the wrestling style because to kill that argument, people like Chad Gable, and they wrestle the same simple amateur style. Oh, was that the, the context of that? Then. I don't. I guess I didn't – yeah, I, I would have said that earlier. Yeah, I don't think it's that people necessarily – I think it's just a, an excuse to kind of – <laughs> yeah, you know, he doesn't do, you know, does all that. He's boring. When you see him, he gives you no facial expression. He, he he gives you nothing to believe in as a baby face. And if his facial expression is horrible now, I don't see it get any better as a um, heel when you're supposed to be able to triple and be able to still get that heel heat. That's That was my whole thing about when people said, well, soon Roman turns heel, he's going to. He's going to cut these awesome promos if you never had it any time. And you can't make the words that they – you only can read what they've given you. You can't add, live what you're showing you now. How are you going to read what they give you as a heel and make it believable if you can't make it your voice now? 
That's just a situational problem that you're going to continue to have. That's something that a heel change ain't going to fix. That's why I think that yeah. Kevin Owens yeah, well, change well, promo. Every time you bring it up, I'll just I'll disagree. And I just, I mean, yeah, I, I'm, I, I just will staunchly disagree that 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 he can go out. His tone and demeanor fits a heel. It, that, that, the reason it doesn't work as a babyface is the reason it would work as a heel. If you go, because he's if you a babyface come out. I mean, do. And we're not going. Now I'm not even doing this, especially not today. Eight goddamn fifteen. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But yeah. I'm just, uh, I'm just yeah. saying that to bring up a million times. Um, a million more times. Yeah. yeah. To bring up um, Kevin Owens and Shane, I felt like their interaction and promo was and, and felt more real than the two promos that you seen with. John Cena and Roman Reigns. Yeah, because they're not trying to go out there and like be overly cute and like play to two audiences and half an audience in this segment of that segment. You know, just go out there with a solid story and two guys that are one well, guy Blake, especially that go out there. Excuse me, go out there and kill it. And and Shane, who's who's believable in his own right. Excuse me. You got to blame Vince so. a little bit too because. Did you believe when Cena and Reigns were going at not Cena but Cena and um, The Rock was going at with each other going back and forth? Did you believe it? Did it? Did you think they were shooting on each other? How they went at it? And if so, you look at the difference between Roman and John. They won't let you. You feel like John Cena could go another level. He's not even doing what he did against The Rock, and that's what makes it seem so unbelievable because it seemed like. It's a he's saying what he's saying. Then the other guy got to hear a line, and they, it's like they practice in the script. Like if you're going to sit down to read on in front of a table, like people in big movies do before they go to the set and start performing. You're doing a table read. Yeah. So that's what kind of kills it. And um, last thing I guess um, if I ask you, <laughs> what was the difference? Between the last three big show matches and the match that he had on main event, uh, the main event on Raw, what would you say? Well, Braun Strowman wasn't in it. That that big cast was in it, and that tells a lot about a person. <laughs> when <laughs> that tells a lot oh. about a person overall, because Big Show still gave him the performance he showed that he can give it. And he been kind of doing that for odd number of years. How many he said twenty three years? And you know his last three matches before this last match was considered but nasty, ugly, horrible. So I mean, the match with Cash wasn't but but ugly. It was just a bullshit. It was just whatever kind of blah big man match that you know they tried to add something with the with the hand injury and stuff, but then double to add something with the cage, the shark cage, but. Even their matches on Raw, just you know, something special about Big Show Braun Strowman that that shouldn't be taken for granted. I mean, can't blame Big Cass. How many people got Braun that kind Strowman of match out of like, Big Show? Braun Strowman is like how you feel about um, Blanca Blair, who only been wrestling for a year. You got to think he only been wrestling for so much, and he. Yeah. And for not that long, and he's showing so, so much, much that she only been wrestling for a year. And you look at her, and she looked credible. 
realistic in the ring, that whip that she be whipping you with, oh, how loud that sound when she was whipping. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? That's something that you wouldn't And same with selling it like she was a damn runaway slave that got caught. <laughs> now it's just flailing in the corner every fucking time they hit her. Yeah. Absolutely. Remind you when your mama when your mama used to come in there and try to whoop you and catch you once you pick your clothes off and you, all you could do is just ball up <laughs> and take them licks. So that's how she was selling it. <laughs> and that that's really was it. You know what I'm saying? Stop all this GFW talk. Everybody who feel like GFW should be talked about. Her well, we gonna talk about no. whatever people call it and talk you about. Talk or about you, the one, you made this happen. Yeah, again, the guy that told us about the story. You literally gave me the the headline. It was you. Yeah. If I if I, if I give you a uh uh um. Uh, Headline and say something about somebody dying. Do it. Do we got to do war with me, or we could just salute them goodbye and be like, okay, you're gone by somebody. Here is yeah. your life in memoriam. We got Man. two hours to talk about. Bro, get out of here. <laughs> All day. I think this is Craig. One one one, Craig or International or Skype. Who's this? What up? This Craig. How's it going? What's happening, Craig? Craig, good brother. How did the appeal go? Fuck out of here. All right, real quick before Craig, you get on the run. I think Candice LeRae is corny as fuck. Like, I do not get at all the any of any kind of hoopla around her. Like, her look, her demeanor, her wrestling is fine. But, damn, I was a Candice LeRae fan in this match uh, against Shayna Baszler. Fuck. Fucking Shayna Baszler. Fuck her, man. Seriously. That was my my favorite match of the tournament. And it only went like, I don't know, five, seven minutes. But it was my favorite match because it was all excitement. You got to watch it again and watch it with the volume up. Listen to that crowd just fire up because they went nuts. Yeah, I don't get Candice LeRae. I think she's a cornball. The, um, that was a good finish. The, I'm trying to go into that, do her little swinging neck breaker from the middle rope. Did the presence of the spoilers affect you guys at all in watching this? Because I know uh-uh. you guys probably I found out like, free. Even to this, we're going to have I knew, I knew the finish of one match, and that was second round, Tony Storm, uh, um, and Katie and, and and Evans, Lacey Evans, that was it. Because I didn't turn away fast enough during the tweet or whoever posted it. But I've been like, not because people have not spoiled it. It's I've just been good enough with. Fuck her, man. She's gonna give her a little kick on her way out, little bitch. Yo, I swear, Rich, give her my address, man. I swear to God, fucking give her a piece of my mind, man. Now I got root for fucking Mercedes Martinez in the next round against her. A couple of scumbags going going at it. <laughs> Just like who's the least scumbag? <laughs> like, oh, well, I guess Mercedes Martinez. Fucking couple of bully the heels. Problem, like, the problem with the whole the whole way they release the tournament is 
that if you're talking about something that happened in the quarterfinal semifinals, you're already ruining the second round for someone else that ain't seen it. And a lot of people totally. were doing that on Monday because it came out at yeah. 7 a.m. on Monday, and I was like watching it on at at seven or you know whatever 9:30 in the morning, and I'm like, all right, this yeah. is cool. And then all of a sudden. Friggin' uh, uh, Radican starts posting stuff. Greg Park starts posting stuff about that. I'm like, dude, just holy shit! I gotta just avoid Twitter for the next three hours so I can watch the whole damn thing without getting spoiled. Now yeah, you know what it's like to be yeah. back and watch power. Fucking Radican. Fucking gotta be a fucking <laughs> asshole on Twitter last week. <laughs> you were <laughs> right. the matches are all the same in the dirt, but dirt, but dirt. Fuck out of here. Let yeah, me fucking fine. enjoy what I enjoy. Fucking ass wipe. God wow. <laughs> the PW Torch Prime going on. I'm just saying. He's just. Was that guy, <laughs> that fan. When you're just enjoying something immensely and they're like, oh, well, what? Fucking shit all over it. Okay. Feel better about yourself now? It was it was kind of entertaining. Now, went, now and, I uh, think I'm rooting for Piper Nevin to go the whole way, and just at least until I don't think they they would match up. I think they're on opposite ends, so it would have to it would end up being in the final. But she could she could put Shayna Baszler punk ass down. Who is that? That's Peach Cobbler you're talking about. There could. Huh? Okay. That's Peach Cobbler you're talking about. Peach Cobbler. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> Uh, who's the, uh, who's what was the, the other one? Sometimes other you can have peach. With. Sometimes you want peach cobbler. Was that it? Mm-hmm. That's it. <laughs> sometimes you want. I'm pretty sure. Butter. Uh, sure that's Maya and Sasha. I think that's who that originally was. So so yeah, Craig. Uh, hurry up. Well, anything else before? Yeah, I don't want not to rush you, but to rush. Craig, you. did you, Craig did you get uh, yeah, today? Yes, I uh, got my job back. I don't know if I'm gonna get paid for all the time I was suspended for. Um, hey, but hey, but we, we're back in the lab, baby. There we go. Yeah, yeah. I ended up. You the, need to the, sue the, him. The girl on the get Kevin Owens' and, lawyer. Yep. And sue him. <laughs> the girl on the other side of the table. She was like this crush I had from like ten years ago. So it would have been really rough getting fired by her. Um, mm. Anyway, my my uh. The only thing I wanted to contribute, I had a whole bunch of stuff, but it's so late. So uh, the Sasha interview that he was talking about earlier, um, yeah. and uh, I was there for that was at the Sam Roberts thing. I was there for okay. the interview, and she was and she was talking about how she will do anything when she comes to the building. Like if you want to get her outside of the building, you know, outside of the arena and all this stuff, and the autographs and pictures and whatever, she'll do it. But if you come up to her at an airport or at a restaurant or some, you know, anywhere else, it's like she's not getting paid for that. That's basically what she said. And I, I think it came across in an interview too. So if you guys want to check it out, it's on the Not Sam the Sam Roberts podcast. And uh, I'll leave you guys alone and I'll I'll I, I'm still mad at you guys about the email last week, but I'm gonna try to write one. Yeah, man, get something in. Oh, we got a response directly. Uh, from uh, from Mike and uh, Grand oh, Rapids. I can't wait. I figured that's what it was. Was the one you laughed about earlier? I'm like, oh, <laughs> Jesus, about me, isn't it? 
Ah, it sure is. So yeah. So yeah. Good time, buddy. But I love you and uh, have a good one. <laughs> All right, man. Talk again. to you. Oh man. Um. That's hilarious. All right, to be fair, I can't say I'm going to get to everybody and then don't literally get to everybody. Uh, go, Forge, you want to say something, like, within, like, under a minute? I can, yeah. Yeah, I was curious because I see we have a lot of big men. Have they, if WWE outlawed the powerbomb or something, because no one's using it. They're using everything but a powerbomb. I'm just real uh, curious. Well, Owen still gets to, you know, do the pop-up powerbomb. Oh, when there's a pop No, I mean, the I literal. Think the the way guys use it. I think some of the 205 guys do use power bombs. They do? Oh, I'll just tell because I was what watching the TV with you guys today. The, the actual one that Sid used and all that, you know, actually raise them up in there and drop them down on their back, supposedly. <laughs> I mean. I was just curious because, you know, Braun Strowman, you know, you would think they would, you know, go for that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've been watching. But I mean, I just no- think they figure there's a few people doing power bombs on the roster, and you know, let them have it. And I want to chime in on the, um, the you know, the Sasha Bank thing. As I said, like in this 2017 world we in now, you know, there's no privacy. But if she chooses not to do anything, yeah. that's her choice. It shouldn't be. Sasha Banks singled out. Brock Lesnar, if he chooses not to be friendly, you know, he's not going to be friendly. You know what I'm saying? If AJ Styles didn't want anybody touching her, remember, she was one, too, that didn't want fans touching on her. She had a thing. you could Some pictures you could take or something, but she wasn't one of those two people, the people that didn't want to be touched because of the mm-hmm. situation. You know, but, you know, it's like, you know, everybody poking the finger at Sasha Banks, but it was a, it's a lot of stars that, whether it's um, comic books or TV shows, do the same thing. It's just wrestling. It's like we put wrestling on the on a spotlight, but every celebrity has that choice whether or not they want Absolutely. to, you know, want to be stopped. You know, it's like uh, don't single her out when she's not. She's nowhere near as popular. Right, and then the meme, Beyonce, the meme that came out, the very like obvious that. one about you know Dean Ambrose says something about. About uh, or Seth Rollins said something about uh, you know stop it it's wrong and people go yeah that's right Seth way to stand up for wrestlers and their privacy and fans and but Sasha says the same thing and she's a stuck up bitch who needs to get over herself thank and you. Bubble, you know thank you and you know it's I'm, I'm you know I I mean you know I enjoy that like I said you know Trav I do enjoy that you used you pretty much you know you open up the field and talk about you know. When people, you know, because sometimes some some people they'll come on and agree with everything, but I like that this one show I can come to you, with you guys on this show, whether they you like me or you don't like me, but you have your opinion and it's a good opinion, and we need more opinions that you know come straight forward like you do, you know, against against when people come out and you know, I'm, and I'm not singing nobody out, but when people just really yeah. don't get the business, you know what I'm saying? I got you. And I appreciate you yeah, as always, man. So, uh, yeah, we're going to go ahead and end things there. Appreciate all the callers. Cam, thanks for your time and your energy on this show that ran a little long. Um, we'll be back next week, same time for you free folks, VIPers. Click over. Me and Rich will have a, a VIP hour up. So check that out. Um, yeah, 
That's Cam. I'm Trav. We out. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.